You're listening to the Gamecaster. Gamecaster. Gamecasters. Natalie, Jeff, and Ryan are the Gamecasters, and they do a board game show, inboxes, and nooks of games, and top five lists, and sometimes there's fart jokes. Well, hello there, gamers, and welcome back to episode 72 of the Gamecasters. We've got a fresh new intro for you that we're certain is the missing link between the download basement and all worldly pleasures up in the secret cabal stratosphere where they sip downloads from a diamond-encrusted chalice. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're here fanning them with their giant green download leaf while they feed each other download-covered strawberries. But am I bitter? Well, if I am, it's only because I'm not covered in the sweet sticky sap of weekly downloads and I'm instead riddled with the funk of failure and insignificance. Yes, I am your host, Ryan, and... And with me is Jeff, the maybe not so mad by comparison board gamer, and Natalie, the this is the real reason I drink mimosas, Jonglevitz. Jonglevitz? We're coming to you recorded from the basement of obscurity this fine Sunday evening, and we have loads of fantastic content to regurgitate into your waiting mouths like a penguin mother just returning from the weekly hunt. Aww. We're a board game podcast. Yes, it's true. But the single greatest thing we do is to put on a stupid, silly show for you, full of jokes and memes and farts and stuff. And when you really think that you've heard enough, we double down on the idiocy, though it's tough, and take away, drain the pain with our show that's rough. Here to be the flagship show to keep you glued, not the drab shit show that you're used to. All we want to do is make you smile, keep you coming back for more till you've been here a while. Yes, assimilation is the name of the game. The association station is part of the way that we keep you on the hook and make you feel like you can't ever look back. That won't be right. I I can't stop. I'm stuck in a loop. What on earth will I do once I have to poop? I guess it's going to start to smell in here in a minute. Coming out my rear will be your limit. So sorry, Jeff and Natalie, but this is it. I'm going to explode so you better pivot away. Ah, Oh, God. Thank you. Ah, Thank you. Okay, I'm all better now. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was crazy. My memory's a little hazy. I used to be lazy. Ah, Thank you. What's up with you, Jeff? Some good slaps. Man. Ow. My hand hurts from that. That was that's what I needed, though. So thank you for yeah, doing that. You're I welcome. That. What's up, man? Man, I wish something. You could have just acted um, like that wasn't There's it. nothing wrong with just nothing. Happening. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with nothing. That's no, good. Nothing is great. I mean, um, you just hit me in the face. We are, yeah. We're starting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're starting like school it. soon. So we're, I'm on like, I'm like the week before school starts. So we're. You know, mourning and yeah. being sad about going <laughs> so back to school, series, but, but like, commiserating with everyone. Yeah. yeah, but it is, it, it'll be my first time back in my classroom with students teaching since, you know, what, April since of COVID what started? is it? When did we get kicked out? May, March of I don't know, 1985. Yeah, it feels so, like at this yeah. point. In basically a year, basically and a, a year and a half. So yeah. I'm excited to, to have that. It'll be like a week of excitement. If you're a teacher, you know, it's like the first week is exciting, and then after that, it's That's like, crazy. all right, well, now we're back into. Can we just work, have summer you know? break, please? I can't believe you didn't have school in person at all the entire no like i had kids in my room which i think i talked about i had kids in my room taking online classes that i was like babysitting but i wasn't like teaching in front of them (laughs) they're in your room just like waiting for you yeah (laughs) uh mr madigan Um, yeah (laughs) so yeah i'm just watching tv and just catching up on stuff we're um watching two shows that are like weirdly similar one is called nine perfect strangers about nine people going to some resort like wellness resort oh no but then there's another one called white lotus on hbo that is about these families that are at a vacation resort. I'm like, that's kind of weird. That they came weird. out at like the exact same time. But did you like research them beforehand and go, these two sound similar, let's do it? Yeah, but we were just going to watch them anyway. Like we okay. started one and then they're like, oh, there's another one that's similar. What are let's they just on? watch what's it. What's streaming HBO service? now is The White Lotus, okay. which we actually just finished. That was pretty good. I felt like we watched six. It was only six episodes, so it's easy oh, to just yeah. kind of yep. cruise through it. And then the Nine Perfect Strangers is on Hulu. 
Perfect Strangers with Belky Bartokamus? Yes. <laughs> I love that show. <laughs> this one's nine. This is like the ninth edition of okay. nine Perfect Strangers. <laughs> Perfect Strangers season nine. <laughs> there, I can't vouch for the other one. The, other, the, the White Lotus one is like, I feel like it's really well done and well written. And I'm not sure like what happened in the whole show. I'm like, I would watch an episode and be like, did anything really happen? But I want to watch the next one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know it's why. HBO, so it's probably well done. Yeah. That's how, that's how, so we're, we're going through The Wire. Uh, and that's how that show is. You watch an episode and you're like, nothing really went on. Yeah. Let's see what happens next. Nothing like progressed any crazy storyline, yeah, right? Like or no this, one like died. Yeah, it wasn't like Game of Thrones, payoff. right? Where you would watch Game of Thrones and something insane happened like, yeah. all the time. Yeah. It just kind of Lost happened. was like that too. Yeah. I feel like every episode of Lost was like, <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if you weren't, <gasps> yeah. then it was not yeah. doing its job. Yeah. I, was, I started watching a show called Manifest. Have you seen that? Oh, it's on. Netflix. Okay, the only Netflix. the only reason I know that exists Netflix. is Netflix has added this little thing that when you log on, you can just hit this button that says play something. Have you seen that? No. No. So when you pick your uh what are those little pictures that come up? Their profiles, you know, yeah. your picture oh, profile. Yeah. So I'll go to like the Jeff profile and I'll click it and then there's a button underneath it that says play something. And it'll just randomly pick something on you Netflix like and play it. <laughs> it's like I'm a like, rando? Yeah. I'm like, it's kind of cool, but the first time I did it, manifest popped oh, up. Really? I didn't you know watch what? it. That's I just wanted to see what the button was. I'll bet you Netflix knows that most of what people do before they figure out a show is sit there and sift yeah. for yeah. hours and then nothing happens and they get pissed off. Yeah. That's what happens well, there, to everybody. Even on Netflix too, there's... Netflix too? Damn, I don't have that. It has like a whole like, thing that like says like recommended for you based on what you watch. And so that's probably another thing. Yeah, I'm curious if maybe watch, that's what like, it plays. Here's something you might like. Yeah, oh. if it's if truly random decide. or is it... Yeah. Or some algorithm generated of what Ugh, you might probably like. a stupid algorithm. Everything's a dumb, dumb algorithm. Probably. But yeah, man. So manifest is like the airplane one, right? Or they disappear or something? Yeah, like they're on an airplane, and then is this just l- mind management? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everyone and then they their land, their and it, to them, like no time, like they're just on a regular flight, and then they land, and when they land, they're like, it's five and a half years later. <gasps> I like weird shit like that. Yeah, plane. and so like the, one. one of the kids on the plane was a no twin, <laughs> and the twin wasn't on the plane. So now like the t- he's like still like ten, and she's like fifteen. Oh shit! You know, it's but weird. they're twins. Yeah, it's interesting. Wow, maybe That's, I'll watch that. That, that sounds, sounds kind of cool. good. Well, you've been doing that. I've been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. You ever seen oh, that show? Oh, Nine Nine. Yep, Nine Nine. It's funny. It's really funny. It's funny. So, you know what? Yeah. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, Deepwater Joe got me watching that a little bit. I'm not like all the way through it, but I'll watch it occasionally. And I didn't realize how funny it actually was until I started watching yes. it. Yes. What the funniest thing for me is to just watch Amy Santiago. Yeah. <laughs> She's so is funny. Is that funny? Yeah. She's so funny. <laughs> In that really pretty way. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's a funny show. I would say, because it's made by the same guys who uh, did The Office and Parks yeah. and Rec. Okay. So it's uh, that that was the reason I started watching it, because I knew it was like a yeah. lecture, whatever the other guy's name is. Uh, Greg production Daniel? and Daniels? Greg Daniels, yeah, I think Greg Daniels is. is nice. I know Mike sure is. For nice sure. name grab. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Well done. You really saved me from yeah. complete and oh, utter embarrassment. Dozens of people would have heard this. <laughs> <laughs> the same person listening yeah. over and over again, giving us our download stats, would have been like, "What a fool!" <laughs> but no, I think it's funny. I'm in. I'm only in season two. I don't know if they keep this running joke going about her, the name of her sex tape, but that's a funny running joke. How many? Seasons oh, are there? where he There's just like said eight. like she'll oh, say something. And he's like, he's like, oh, that's, that's the name of your sex tape. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny. Uh, I think it's still on. I think there's a new season. Coming yeah, I think out, so. And it's yeah, it's, it's got to be close to t- a decade, right? It's got to be close you to ten years being on so far. I think yeah, I think so. they're on season eight or nine. Yeah, it's a good show. It is. I like that show. Anything else going on over here? What's up with you, yawning one? Oh. Natalie's already bored. Not no, bored. Sorry. Let's see how long it's been. Let's look at, let's look at this. It's been seven weeks since you started. I to literally see. No, woke <laughs> up, got ready, went golfing, and like it, I looked at the 
the temp you at one like point. Such a rich snob. It was like, like I, I went golfing no, listen, today. It was eighty-eight oh, degrees. Feels like ninety-five. With ninety-five percent humidity. Ew. Let me tell you right now, golf is a choice. Okay, yeah. you chose. <laughs> no one is forcing you, Natalie. You better get up. We're golfing. No, you made a choice. I know. In a hundred degree weather <laughs> to go fun. golfing. It was fun. It's just and luckily there was actually a pretty decent breeze most of the time, but. Was, it, was the breeze coming from the back were, one? My hey. point is, I got home and now we're podcasting and I'm a little bit tired. You are. I guess you need a mimosa. Don't worry. Degrees. After we eat our dinner, I'll have some wine. Wait, everyone was break. worried. Everyone was yeah. so worried about that. I'm, is Natalie going to have... I think that they were. It's not, you can't have mimosas after what? Morning time? Yeah, mimosas is for like brunch. Brunch, brunchy time. Bunch of brunch. It's just so a way to cover up. Early early evening? It's just no. It's just a way to cover up booze by putting orange juice. Yeah, in just to say it's in. Yeah, it's just like a way to be like okay with on. drinking alcohol like before lunchtime. Oh. <laughs> but is it not good? Like, why wouldn't you oh, drink it? It's, it's freaking delicious. It'd be good no matter. Why don't you just good. have it? Yeah, just mimosa should be your thing. I don't have any. Oh, we, we have patrons that are specifically giving yeah. us money yeah, we to have feed money your for mimosas. I have They've a ear, lot of yeah. earmarked for mimosas. I have a lot of yep. wine. I don't have any more champagne. Champagne is not something we buy on Champagne. That's how it's what it is. Sound it out. Okay, well, if we haven't been doing anything else, have we been I playing guess. anything else? Yeah. Ooh. What have you been playing? I've been playing some games. So let's talk about some games I've been playing with before we oh, talk about Joffrey, games I've been playing. Ooh, is yeah, it? that's from the Game yeah. of Thrones. He was oh, a bad, yeah. bad the guy boy. who died in poison. He was a bad boy. Oh, shit, is that spoilers? He was a bad boy. He's probably still alive. He's probably fine. I think he quit acting after that show. Because he was so hated? No, because he had he hated so much so money. Much. <laughs> he was all... No, he was just sick of acting. I mean, I guess I he must have been a good actor. Because he was a good actor. He, he was... Yeah. Because you hated him. Yes. Yeah. If you hate someone because of their character, they have to yeah. be good actors. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that reminds me of uh, the Green Mile, that prison guard. I thought you were going to be like, the prison... <laughs> like, he's no, the best character. That prison guard. <laughs> he's like the best person that. ever. He was he so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I always thought of him yes, no, you're, of like you're a right. good actor playing somebody who's like hated. Because he would probably be like typecasted for the rest of his life, right? He would be that little Yeah, he's bag. the little douche Joffrey. Yeah, right. That's actually why they cast him. Like, you look like a little douche. You're a little yeah. douche. You look like a little douche. Can That's what it said in the audition tape. Looking for little douches. Do you have a little douche client? Maybe when he grows up, he won't look be like, a big douche. Like a douche. <laughs> no, like like he did when he was a kid, so maybe he won't be as like recognizable or something. Yeah, because part can, of like... the reason you hated him was because he had that like whiny little voice when he would yeah. yell. Yes. And you just wanted him to just... <laughs> well, and he may or may <laughs> not have gotten it, it in season probably four. probably still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Episode, right, whatever. Got, so I want to talk about... So we played... This was at our mini nerd fest a few weeks ago. Uh, Dave and Joe and I got to play Destinies again. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys have gotten it back to the table. We almost did. And oh. then we ended up playing Space Court. That's okay. I'm excited to hear yeah, about that. But for sure. that game has Destinies, even just with the three plays that I've had, has really catapulted itself into my favorites of the last couple of years. What? Like, of like 20, 2020 and 2021, that's probably in my top. Okay, well, hold on. I want to talk about this for a quick sec. Yeah. Now, you are definitely an Omni gamer. I'm not saying you're not an Omni gamer, sure. but you totally skew more towards the Euro yeah. side of things. Mm-hmm. This game is not that. It's this not. game is narrative, story, explore, dudes on a map, buying weapons and stuff <laughs> like that, right? It's this different. is not a typical Jeff Madigan ass game. I'm doing no. air quotes <laughs> yeah. right now. So uh, I would love to hear it's, why this I think, has catapulted itself. I think I'm getting, I think I f- it feels to me like like an adventure video game for some reason. Like the app helps the atmosphere. So far, these the atmosphere, the yeah, <laughs> these stories that the first few have told have been really cool. Like, you know, hunting werewolves, or you know, like yeah, there's sorcery premises. and this kind of stuff. I think that's just cool. And then, so cool. I love how the game changes. <laughs> 
all the time and even throughout the game. It's not like, you know, I, I think in Mansions of Madness, when you go to a token and flip it over yeah. and then you play the game again, you go to that token and flip it over again. It's yeah, the same, same interaction. Yeah, sure. I think for the, th- this mostly is, is similar, but it changes. Like if I went to a token and flipped it over and then you went to a token and flipped it over, your interactions are gonna be different. Mm. And I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it also is different depending on like who you are. If you're the witch and you interact with someone, that's a different interaction than if I was like the soldier. I think, mm-hmm. just think that's the way that the app was created like gets me into the game. So you're like impressed with the design. Yeah. And it helps ensconce you in the theme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's what I said. That's cool. That's cool. cool. It was something that I've always, I shouldn't say always because the game's been out a couple months now, but uh, (laughs) since you've told me you loved it, I was, I wasn't like shocked about it, but I was kind of like, I'm surprised that you like it as much as you do. Especially now to hear that it's I think you would really like it. I'm I'm very, very excited. We'll probably play it. And I think Natalie would find it okay. (laughs) <laughs> well then that puts it right in the good not great category so yeah. oh, damn it, that means it's gone yeah it'd be good for her Shit. great for you yeah. and then the big right. yeah. right. <laughs> um and then Devin and i are a ha- uh, we're, we've done a handful more of the initiative which i know you guys started yeah. and we started we kind of f- after you were okay we're like we're 10 in so i think we're five away and From, i think yeah. we're like very on the cusp of like something else really big oh, if yeah. you guys remember you guys played a few yeah and there we was something some very really cool, cool thing i think yeah. there was yeah. something very cool coming up now i can kind of feel it but there hasn't really been something um, super cool from where yeah, we are to where been, you are now yeah it's been a little bit of like okay here's a little piece and then we don't have like a cool puzzle maybe at the end of all of them yeah like the first three i felt like there was a puzzle and you solved it and they're like cool puzzle solved it cool, cool. and then this yeah. was this is kind of like here's one you might just not get anything here's a secret you don't know what it's going to do yet, and then we might play the next one, right. and it might be there. But luckily, the each play is like twenty minutes, right? Yeah. So when we sit down, we usually play a few, a few. So yeah. we'll probably, I think there's fourteen or fifteen. We'll probably finish it in two more like sit downs, nice, and finish because I don't want to leave it just like one left. So we For sure. like two yeah. and then three. But so that's kind of what we've been playing. We've been playing some other of our favorite. We played five tribes the other day. Um, and how'd you do? Uh, I actually won. What? Shocking! Second time ever. I know. Oh, won. Holy cow. So I won and. Uh, Mr. Measles sent me a message yesterday and was like, I bought five tribes. And I'm like, okay. And then he sent me a message. <laughs> okay. I'm like, cool. What the hell do I I'm like, care? Well, I told I him, I'm like, I think care. you're going to really like it. Because I think it falls into like a, a game that can really pull like people who aren't heavy gamers into because yeah. the rule set's really simple. And then he messaged me at like 1030 and he's like, it went really long, but I loved it. I was like, Oh, you just bought it and played it? I'm like, people do that? You just buy the game Isn't and then play crazy? it right then? So he bought it, he <laughs> learned the him. rules, sat down at 8 o'clock, finished it at 1030. I'm like, it'll speed well, that up. That tells you he was excited. With more plays. Yeah. And they, he, he said they really liked it. So I'm, cool. I'm excited That's that he awesome. bought it and liked it because there's always like pressure, I feel like, when you're doing yeah. a little bit of content, right? Of course. And you put something out and someone buys something and it sucks. Right, like, what if they don't Yeah, because like then they're not going to ever again. Yeah. And there goes our download. Yeah, there goes our goes Now we don't even have a show. So we got... We got a we got a big boy to the table. Oh yeah, a couple days ago. And this is a popular game, so I don't I don't want to like, you know, Uh-oh. this is not the hotness, <laughs> right? No, no, this isn't the hotness. So I'm not I don't want to like spend the entire yeah, show on it. But this game not only is this is this is a this game is called a feast for Odin. For Odin. For not a feast Odin. Of Odin. No, we're not. You hear eating. a lot of people talking about <laughs> eating Odin. Here we go. Mm. Is it, Here I'm, we not, go. I'm not getting into my soapbox or rant, but it it drives me a little bit crazy how people say, "Oh, I'm playing a feast of Odin." No, you're not. No, you're not. That's that's wrong. It's for him. Yep. You're giving him dinner. You're not eating mm. him alive. This Odin guy. Mm, yum, delicious He's Odin. Delicious. <laughs> Ew! No, do that. <laughs> Slap it. Slap him. <laughs> slap, slap him. Make it stop. <laughs> I feel like that's how long it would take to eat Odin. Oh, man. Maybe longer. Unless he's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> well. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Game Casters. 
Jeff didn't even home of a dozen downloads. <laughs> All he said was the name. <laughs> a feast for Odin. So anyway, this game's really popular. Do you know who designs this game, Natalie? Uve. Yeah. Wow. Ryan's Good. boy. Well, you should know. We did. Yeah. We did own it for a time. Yeah, and it's a very it's, so. Game it's ranked. Too. It's ranked number twenty-two. It's I. I'm assuming wow, it's his, is it really? Yeah, I kind of I, oh, I looked up. I, this got to be his top ranked game, right? There's probably nothing well, above Caverna that. And, and Agricola oh yeah, are okay, okay. Higher, I would guess. Um, <laughs> unless Agricola has slipped, maybe. But Caverna probably. You keep talking. Caverna, I'm gonna, all right. So Hopefully. rank 22. It's got an 8.2 on BGG. Um, and man, if both of them are up there, that means he has three in the top 20 fizzle. Three yeah, games in the top holy 25. Shizzle. Is he the only? He's the only designer on Board Game Geek. No, it's true. that would so, have like three in the top twenty. Maybe, maybe twenty. Because yeah, no, because um, Isaac Childress, the designer of Gloomhaven, has like oh, all iterations of Gloomhaven. He doesn't count. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, hold on. Um, oh, they have slipped. I oh, know Agricola has been a has been a slipper oh, lately. Pushness. Let's see. Caverna okay. Two. Yeah, Gloomhaven one. Okay, Terraformers, Gloomhaven, Twilight, Gaia Project, Great Western Trail, Through the Bloth, Spirit Isle. <laughs> So the castles of Berg, <laughs> Terra Mist, Concord, Wingspan. <laughs> yeah, Feast for Odin is the highest ranked oh, okay. movie wow. game now. Where on earth are Caverna? Caverna is now number 30. Oh, Agricola is number 33. <laughs> okay, so he has three okay. in the top 33. That's, that's still impressive. <laughs> that's pretty good. That that's is every 11, impressive. there's one. Yeah, yeah. You're bound to find an Uve game in the top 11. <laughs> What's number 44? <laughs> 44 is... Come on, uh, Oh, my gosh, dude. It's no, not it's a not. kingdom. Not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, that game. Lahav is number 52. Right there. Mm-hmm. That's another So, this was a game that looks kind of intimidating, right? It's a huge yeah. box. Fields of Arl, 67. It's a huge... Fields of Arl, that's a good 67. one. 67. Sorry. I want to play that one. I've always... That's been the I one like of... That that's one. like the next one on my list. That it's I want to play if it's, it's good. It's a two-player only, right? So, it's, right. Uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's very nice yeah. for you and Devin, I think. So, a feast for Odin. And so, in a feast for Odin, you're Vikings. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's cool. I like the theme. It's a cool theme. Um, but this game is is massive. Yeah. And um, it's full of components. It's got tiles. It's got extra boards, mm -hmm. bits, even chits for Ryan. <laughs> Ooh, um, fucking gross. <laughs> and what I also think is kind of cool is like not only are like you're, you're Vikings in this game, and a lot of games just have nonsensical themes. Here's something, right? You are ancient something or another you are a hotel manager blah blah, blah whatever but this right. is this has like an almanac i don't know if you've ever looked at it I'm, I'm sure lots of people have not it is an almanac that goes through like the history of like vikings. everything in the game of like this viking was this this group traveled from here to here here's why you're pillaging here's why you're sailing well, I that's, that's kind cool of cool for some people yes, yes. that is so if, some people like that i have i didn't really look at it mm. i looked at it i didn't read <laughs> it all really but i wanted I to look you. at it but it could get people like Absolutely. into it, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. If this theme is attractive for you, then that could be it. But this game is jam-packed. It's a giant box. It would be, you know, if you think of your normal square-shaped Ticket to Ride boxes, the thickness is probably mm. one and a half times that. Damn, boy. Right? It's thick. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell thick? T-H-I-C-C. C-C-C. You got it. Bam. Okay. Sabathia. Players begin with a board their own player board it has a large area where you're going to place tiles. Um, it has a spot where Vikings are eating. It has a <laughs> it has a port to hold your boats. As it has tradition. stables to hold your sheep and your cattle. Mm. So it's it's 
it's not a huge board, but there's a lot of different areas that kind of control everything you're sort of doing in the game. Uh, there's a main action board with uh, all these actions that you're going to be taking. There's a few mountain strips with resources on it. There's other boards that you can buy. There's a couple stacks of cards, and that's that's it. It's a very small footprint. Yeah. <laughs> not. It took up. We have a not. three. We have a three by five. Sorry, Natalie lent us a three by five <laughs> table. I'm so sorry, Natalie. <laughs> Natalie has graciously lent us a three foot by five foot table that we play on and this took up a lot of it um, yeah absolutely we like it's spread humongous. things out but it's a it's a big yeah it's big it's, it's a big me- thing it's a big meaty man yeah <laughs> so um the players alternate basically just taking action so you have a certain amount of meeples or a certain amount of workers every round um they're they're vikings i'm assuming vikings. um yep and you're, you're placing them onto this main board and the main board is broke up into sort of like categories yeah, there's 10 million spaces um yeah there's 10 million spaces so the categories are building houses and ships hunting livestock market food market product crafting mountains and trades sailing pillaging and raiding and emigration and occupation Ooh, wow. that's it that's not Simple many. as that. Not and each of those categories has like, like 20 spaces. three yeah. to seven actions <laughs> yeah. that you can right. do, there's right? And then there's columns, right? So if you want to put your worker in the first column, it's only one. If you put it in the second one, it's two, three, and four. Yep. And the actions obviously get better once you, you, yeah, the more you start. You place. And yeah. so, so the reason I talk about like the, the space and, and everything is just this this has a feeling to me of like kind of like a sandbox Euro game, which is hard to, you know, you have these other like, Sandbox games, you're just like Seventh Continent where you're just going, right? And things happen. Or even Destinies where stuff just kind of happens. This is a game that is going to take lots and lots of plays to to really get into and to like know what is happening and how things even connect. Yeah, um, which I'm just like deciding to do a random yeah. thing. You're like, I guess I'll do this. Yeah, or after like, you know, after your first play of something, sometimes you say, oh, I'm going to do this next time. and. Yeah. After our first play, I said, well, I could do 38 more things next time <laughs> yeah. or differently next time. And, right. And that's kind of cool. And I'm going to get to what Devin thought of that in a moment. Um, so there, there's a, a shit ton of things that like produce points for you. So I don't I don't know if it's really necessarily on. It's probably on a scale of like a point salad, like a Steffenfeld. If you went and said, this is a Steffenfeld point salad. Here's a whole bunch of ways to score points. Um, it would be on that level, I think. But one of the main ways that you want to not lose points because your player board is full of minus one points is you have to... It's daunting. Yeah, yeah. you have to spend... You probably start the game with... You're in the hole by a shite. Yeah, 50 ton. to 100 minus points yeah. probably. You're sitting yeah. there. Um, and you end the game with positive for the most part. You, you should end the game with positive. But one major goal that everybody kind of has is to is to try to fill up that board and try to cover up those minus one spaces in however way That's you really want to do it. one. Yes, you can and just put your hand there if you want. Yeah, you just cover it. Yeah, you just uh-huh. flip over the board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's um, how you're doing that is through buying and upgrading these little tiles, these pieces, which some of them are shaped polyomino, a lot of them are just squares and rectangles mm-hmm. and things like that. So the action spaces allow you to get those tiles to fill up your board. You could also be taking your boats out to pillage to get different shaped tiles. You could be hunting. You could be killing your sheep and all this kind of stuff to basically get those tiles to manipulate them somehow to fill up boards. And if you just don't have fun filling up your one board, you could buy another one. Ugh. And you can buy another board and start filling it up with Ugh. more things. So I think the last that time I saw... That is big brain next level stuff. Yeah. If you yeah. can somehow figure out, because the times we played, get just just filling up that, that main area on your board is hard enough, yeah. let alone multiple different Yeah, get another board. board. Get like, another, what? So last time I saw uh, Date Night Dice was playing, Ben and M were playing. Yeah, I they think, love it. I think Ben got like two of those extra boards and was just going. Wow. And like, so... You, <laughs> 
but then the next time you don't, you might not get that engine going, right? You yeah. might not get that. And I, and I, I think I really enjoyed that part of it. So did you buy extra, extra plates? I bought, um, a smaller, yeah, the little one. Yeah. I bought right. a smaller the board guy. and then a resource I board. That. That I've done that before to. too. And that's, yeah. you can sort of do it. But. Um, Devin bought a couple, like she bought a couple of the long houses, the long, like the, they're, yeah, they're like smaller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, I really it liked it. I really liked the game. <laughs> cool. It's, it's something that I, it's hard for me to give like a, hundred percent opinion on because it's yeah there's so much of this game that is un, un, uncovered for me a lot of times in yeah. one game i can see what i'm doing what somebody else is doing and go okay this is what the game is even if my strategy is different than natalie's different than ryan's i'm seeing three different people play the game yeah yeah this is going to take a lot more plays to to see what this game has um but as i was doing it i was exciting i was ex- i was excited playing it um like trying to figure out how do i turn this sheep into wool into a piece of jewelry to then put on my <laughs> yeah, board on my right board and, and there's different like negatives. requirements of what can go next to each other on these player boards and figuring out that puzzle is fun do i just want to get a bunch of money because you can use the money on the boards right, and you still got a feed do i want to feed you know? yeah like do i take these ships these ships are sweet for like um hunting and and pillaging and these kind of things that get you extra tiles but if you sail the boats you get a bunch of points broats. and then you broats you <laughs> sail the broats you get some points and then you also don't have to feed them because they're not there so yeah. there's there's a lot to like way in the game but as i was playing it i was like this is fun and we put we we covered it in about two hours i would say which wasn't bad that's pretty good Um, i remember our first play took considerably longer than that yeah and i think it was mostly on my end i took longer than devin did devin was very like here's what i'm doing here's what i'm doing here's what i'm doing Mm -hmm. Uh, which which was good because it made the game go faster and Uh then she would go and then i'd be like I like what am freeze. I going to do? Oh uh, do? Yeah. There's like, because you're, again, you're looking at yeah. 50 different options of placing workers. It's not just like, there one, take a piece of wood. Right. You know, um, I'm, I'm pumped to play this again. I'm excited to play it again. And I want to add in my new segment on every game that Devin plays. I now have Devin's thoughts. Devin's thoughts. Okay. I love it. I wrote them down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Yay. Devin's thoughts. <laughs> it's a few sentences. Okay. It's like sentence wow. fragments. Okay. okay. A few sentences? Yeah, it's sentence fragments. Oh, These were more than yeah. I'm like, whoa. This was like pretty more good. than I've ever Devin said something and then I wrote it down and then later she said another thing. So I'm sticking them all together. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Thought number one. I would definitely play Feast for Odin again. Holy shit. That, okay, that okay. means she's in love with it. That yeah. means it's her favorite game. Yeah, of all yeah it's, it's the greatest game ever. <laughs> Thought number two. It's not as scary as the box makes it seem. Yeah. That's Yeah. Which I that can go a long True. way because that box is just it's yeah. enormous. Even when you pull well, out even, all this stuff, right? you're probably looking like, at the, Whoa. the action board, which is not as big as you would think, right? There's all these actions, kind of on a little board, but like you look at it and you're like, I, no, I I assumed she was gonna just be like, uh-uh, yeah, there's just too things. much going yeah, on. Too much. Yeah. But here's what I think: I think that because there is so much stuff to do, that she can just do something, yeah. right? There's never a, ch- a, a, a and this in Hallertau is the same way. There's never an like a, a bad, a, a bad like a bad spot a to bad, go to. Yeah. Some putting a, a worker down somewhere will get you something that you can do with it. Okay. Um, and whether or not we we you know we got to start fine tuning like a strategy, right? But you know she had fifty places to choose from, and I was like panicking over which one to put it in. She just said, "Well, I have this. I can go here, and and I'm going to get something, right? And then I'll I do what I can with what I have." All right. The next two sentences. You ready? Yep. I liked that not every play would be the same. From okay. Devin. Wow, this is like. Okay. These are like Good real feedback. reviews here. Yeah. yeah. And the last thought from Devin, I want those red boats next time. So that's what she wants. She wants the red boats the red next boats. time. The red boats, okay. That helps go like, you can go like, uh, get those those grayish blue tiles, you know. Wow. Helps you do that. But So this was a winner for her. This was a winner for her. And I think it will, 
I also don't think that it's it's super rules heavy where I'm going to need to re-explain this game yeah, a lot. Yeah, as long as you like know what all the stuff on the boards and stuff. Yeah, and, and you yeah, can the kind of... Kind of good. The, the yeah. setup, Luckily, so, it comes with those cool things that you can like, yeah. leave all the tiles I think in. the teardown is worse than the setup Yeah, because you're putting the tiles away. The right. setup is the tiles are out, tiles are out, here are the boards. It, it sucks. It's not like... It's not quick. I bought these insert things. They're like shaped like axes. Oh, that's and cool. And they hold all the money. Okay. All, all versions of it, because, you know, the money's, like, connected yeah. together yep. and stuff like that. So all versions of that were held by these two axes. And they really helped That's cool. set up and tear down. Because you're just like, you get one, I get one, yeah. flip it over and it's I bought there. one of the folded space inserts. Cool. And, like, you got to glue those together. But I glued yeah. it together, and it, it definitely sure. helped. Because I was talking to Sam McMeeple, and he said teardown and setup was miserable for him. Yeah. And I said, I totally get that. I'm like, these folded space things have I helped. remember it being a bear. Um. But yeah, the, the tear the tear down for me, putting everything back into its spot always sucks. I feel like worse. And then it's like, oh, the game's over. I feel like it's like when you're coming home from vacation. You know, yeah. like, you're excited. Like, uh, nothing good about this. You know? yeah. yeah, setting up at least you're like, oh, now we get to play it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, one fun fact about this game, Ooh. which I'm sure most of you know, but if you don't, I'm going to tell you anyway. Even if you do, I'm going to tell you anyway. As Uve was designing a feast for Odin, he had the idea. For another game, which he put out, I think, before Feast for Odin even was released. And it's called Patchwork. Yeah, the Patchwork design that. was came out of that that what you're doing on the Feast for Odin board, where you're, you know, you're putting the polyamino tiles in, yeah. onto the space to fill stuff up. He was designing that and he was like, This could be a cool game in itself. And then he designed Patchwork. And all the rest of his how easy? games. Yeah. How simple, simple to just yeah. do that. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, because you think of Patchwork, all those empty spots on Patchwork are essentially minus one points, which is the majority yep. of that Feast for Odin board. Yeah, it's yeah. a very similar, very similar thing. Yeah. Patchwork also in the top 100, number Ooh. 93. So he's got like five or six him. games. In the do you guys remember kind of liking Feast for Odin? Or, I know you, did yeah. you I liked it? it a lot. We got yeah. rid of it. I okay. liked it a lot. Natalie, I remember you didn't like it as much. Yeah, I don't really remember. That's okay. Well, she would say that if she liked it, I guess, too. But I remember really liking it. I remember Natalie not liking it so much. Um, I remember the setup and teardown being rough. I kind of thought it was more of a like, are we ever going to play this kind of game? I remember you saying, I, if we're going to play something like this, I'd rather play one of, I think you yeah, said like Caverna or something like that. Yeah. And I was just like, damn, okay, well, yeah, whatever. We'll get rid of it. I, um, I liked it. No, I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. So that is A Feast for Odin, for Odin. By uh, who does that one? Is that look? Uh, so that's been back and forth. So games or it used to be like, Z Man. So it used to be Z Man. <laughs> well, I think it used to be like Feverland games, and then it was Z Man, and then they sold the rights back. So oh. Z Man doesn't have it anymore. I think it's Feverland, which is not. I picture this like in fighting, like f- like actual fist, yeah. fistacuffs between like all like, these publishers. Uh, like I want this game. I <laughs> might be very wrong, but I, I my box is is a newer edition because i just kind of got it but it says feverland on it which is okay very cool well from yeah. feverland and uve rosenberg's a feast for odin we had the great sam miss french toast on instagram over to the house last weekend to play some games yeah she desperately wanted to hang out with the game casters because we forced her against her i mean because she likes us enough to want to hang out with us we played some great games like pictures and monikers and teotihuacan and medium and an unlock and a game by the late great uve rosenberg just kidding he's still alive but there is not really a rhyme for alive and great maybe like the healthy, wealthy, oh, that's Uwe a good one. Rosenberg. That's healthy, wealthy. He's probably both of those things. Oh, I would guess. You think he's wealthy? Yeah, I don't know. As wealthy? far as board game designers go, he's probably wealthy. So back to back Uwe games. Yeah. This so is, let me yeah. Uwe Uwe. I'm going to cut you off yeah, randomly as I'm reading the as reading the, the Feast for Odin uh, uh, directions, the rule book. Oh yeah. The 
there are like little tiny pictures of like Uve like saying random things in the rule book yes. about like a lot I think that's so funny. That. Yeah, I'm like the little, the little oh bubbles. look at yeah maybe, maybe that's baby Uwe. Yeah, that's baby that's baby Uwe. <laughs> but yeah, right, exactly. Like, you should play the game like this. I'm like thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, a lot Uwe. of his rule books do that for sure. So this one is a game that was uh, designed a long time ago, and it's very far away from his norm. It's not about farming at all. It's a crazy little card game about making pizzas called Pizza Face. Pizza Face. <laughs> I remember that what? from all that. Pizza face was in all so that. He's got, so he's got a lot of zits? No, no. He has, his face is a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever watch all that? Yes. Pizza face. There was a character on there named Pizza Face. I remember the show. I don't remember that exact character. And then Jeff told me about this one time. And I'm like, oh, do they call him Pizza Face because of all the zits on his face? And Jeff's like, look him up. And so I Googled it. <laughs> his face is actually it's a, just a slice, slice of pizza. Of pizza. Yeah. He's not, yeah, it's not a creative nickname. That's just what yeah. he is. He is That's a slice like of pizza. Keenan oh, my God. Yeah. Amanda Vines. Yep. And, yeah. Yes, exactly. It was like the kid Saturday Night Live kind of thing. Yeah. This is yep. not actually called Pizza Face. It's called Mamma Mia. Here I go again. My, my, how can I resist you? In Mamma Mia, players are baking pizzas in a shared oven by way of placing both ingredients cards, which have like pepperonis, peppers, pineapples, all the P ones, as well as order cards face up in a stack. Once the draw deck runs out, we flip that stack over and reveal cards one at a time to the table. Once an order card is revealed, we stop and see whose order it is. Then we look at all the ingredient cards that have already been revealed. If there are an adequate number of ingredient cards out there that fulfill the ingredient cost of the order card, then the card is scored and put into this score pile. That will score points at the end of the game. Any ingredients that were discarded, we then continue revealing. Um, wait, I got any 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 ingredients that are discarded uh, that we used are discarded, right? And then we continue revealing cards until the next order card comes up. Um, at which point we stop and we do all that over again. Now, if once an order card is revealed, there aren't enough ingredients to satisfy the requirements of the card, first, the player whose order card it is gets a chance to complete the order themselves by playing ingredient cards that they have in their hand. Boom. If they can, they discard them and boom, the order is complete. If they don't have the right cards in their hand, they get to ask for help from their opponents, going clockwise around the table from the you know, uh, the player whose turn it is, each opponent gets the chance to complete the order for me. If they do, they get to fulfill an order card of theirs for free. So it's awesome being able to help people out. After all the cards have been revealed, we shuffle all the discards uh, into a new deck and do it all over again. And after three times through, we total up the completed order cards and whoever has the most points is the winner. Things I liked. This game was raucous, Dukakis. It was really fun trying to complete the order cards of someone else so you could get that free order card scored. After about the second round, I think it was, we figured out like what the game was about and how to play it, and it was much more fun just not really caring. Dumping order cards on the deck brazenly was just really funny, and and like kind of expecting that you'd either get help or be able to luck into getting it completed was also just kind of funny for me. Um... What I didn't like, there wasn't really a ton of agency in the game. Maybe there could have been, but after like the first couple of turns, you quickly realize that playing the long game of like card crowning is just not <laughs> going to work. So often you're like, shit, what was just played? How many ingredients of that thing that I need are in there? Sam just played an order card that needs peppers, so that probably means I shouldn't play one that also needs peppers, as hers is going to come out first, and so, well, shit, maybe there's enough peppers for both of us. And it was funny. But it was also just really random, it seemed like. And so if you're not in that silly mindset, which luckily we all were, I could see it being a bit frustrating and like, Ugh, this is just kind of annoying. 
if you're trying to like, mm-hmm. okay, there's been two peppers, a pepperoni, oh, an order card. Okay, so that means there's going to be like one pepper left. And the, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. that, that could get annoying. Uh, overall, though, I really enjoyed it. And for a silly game, I thought it was a really decent one. I would definitely play it again in a party-ish setting where we're just in like a silly mood looking for something silly to play. Because it was a pretty silly game, I thought, right? What'd you guys think? Saying silly a lot. There's lots of silliness. Silliness. Nangy? Yeah, it was silly. Um, Yeah, I because of all the reasons you said, I agree you can't take this game seriously and you can't try to like count cards because it's just not that kind of game. Um, Don't forget. Don't forget I know about card crowning. (laughs) (laughs) This game was one that I was not looking forward to playing. Ryan's been trying to get it played for like a year. And, you know, I never was like excited about it. And even when you explained the rules, I was kind of like, what? Like, I don't really, like, what? And okay, so, Natalie was way more than just, what? When we were explaining <laughs> the rules. Was? It was, it was were, mid-round two that we were still, you were still like, was, which I, cards do I draw I and like you why? weren't listening at all. It was great. It was awesome. <laughs> it just created a fun atmosphere. It was part playing. of the silliness. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, is my point in saying that. Um, because it was just silly, fun, you know, when when you're playing the cards and and counting like you know Kermit. like what is it fulfilling the orders yep. that's what i'm trying to say when you're fulfilling the orders and seeing like what's missing and blah, and all that stuff i don't know it's just it's it's, just, it's a lot more fun than it seemed and so i enjoyed this game but you know i would hope that people would keep in mind that don't take it too seriously it's yeah. just going to be like totally random not totally random, but a lot of random. It's pretty random. There was definitely you know? a lot of points for me anyway where I was like, what the fuck's in the yeah, deck? Yeah, because it's yeah. impossible. I don't know There's what's so in there. There's so many cards. Yeah. It's Should impossible for you to memorize. I'll just put an order down. You know, anything. Yeah, so the meat of the game is when gotta... you're revealing them, right? And right. then everyone's like, ooh, what do you need? Do I have what you need? Okay, come over here. I got what you need. You know, that that was kind of cool. Right. For me, it's more just like, I think I saw a bunch of people put pepperonis. This is probably an opportune time to like lay this yeah, order down pepperona. but i have no idea if it's you know there's enough you know it's kind yeah i know for but sure it was fun it was fun cool i liked it what do you think jeff i need to go back and talk about sam okay <laughs> go back we way need, back in time now let me preface all this by saying sam is a, sam is a wonderful person we hate sam delightful sam. she was nice enough to give us gifts oh my gosh oh, so gosh. that was so, so sam is incredible okay okay yeah. okay now i need to stop you're stopping okay yeah she got us this gift okay it's on our fridge right now it's the fu- okay so do you guys remember the dinner party episode i do where we talked about the lady at the dinner party who would not let us use two forks yep, yep. and so you like hid Kyle yeah i hid, I hid one forks, of kyle's like fork on the table and i almost got caught she was like right on my shoulder <laughs> sam made us a magnet a custom magnet. a custom magnet it's got two forks on it and it says, don't take two fork, right? It says, it says don't, don't take two. Don't take two. Yeah. And it's got the two forks on it. And it's now a magnet on our fridge. So my ma- she got me a magnet, too. Did you see oh, my magnet? Yours? What does yours say? Oh, mine has an I in it. And it says number blind. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember that's right, that. Yeah. Which is also, great. And then a bunch of cool stuff from the UP, right? Like yeah, yes. maple syrup, yeah, it was a candle, candle. Everything chocolate. of mine that, that she got Natalie and I has a dick fish sticker on it. She perfect. printed out <laughs> penis stickers. And then stickered them all over all of our gifts. Yep. It was perfect. <laughs> it was really all funny. callbacks to the episodes. You know, yeah. very thoughtful and kind and awesome person. Sorry, Jeff. Now, let continue. me tell you how irresponsible and reckless Samantha is. Oh, boy. For <laughs> driving seven to eight hours to visit random ass people that she listens to on a podcast. Yeah. Yep. She didn't know what we actually we, looked like. We bad things could have happened to you, her Sam. Her friends and her parents were like, like, text Ooh, us like kind of nervous and, about yeah, it. Yeah, they were nervous. Like your parents, you know, I'm, I'm. 
everything worked out just fine. But Did we could have though? kidnapped you. Has anyone heard from Sam? In we could have taken <laughs> Sam. You know, I mean, Sam could have been ours. Yeah. <laughs> But she did tell her parents or, or friends or whatever, they were like, you need to text us when you get there. Make sure we're okay throughout. So, But then right after when she got home to them, they were like, you should have them come to us next time. Like they yeah. were like all of a sudden. Like, she told them like it was cool. great. But they imagine like, so imagine just being, you know, I, I don't know how old Sam is, 20 something and 20 something and going, hey, hey, mom, I'm going to drive eight hours <laughs> and I'm going to go visit these people that I listen to them on a podcast. Wait, you, you, be never, like, you never met them mm, before? You never no. Met th- no, no, no. Occasionally, I talk to them on Instagram. Oh, yeah, stream, you're not going. Also on stream with us. Yeah, basically yeah. on the phone. We talk. Yeah, we, we yeah. talked on the phone a lot. <laughs> we're gonna go meet them. Yeah, in their we're basement. gonna meet them. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go play games in their basement. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. have fun, honey. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, so Mama Mia, I agree with everything you guys said. I think the most fun part of the game was flipping over those cards, like revealing at the yeah. end. Yeah. Um, I felt my. I felt like in maybe the last round or the middle round, I got stuck not being able to play an order card because I knew it would. Like Ryan would, Ryan played an order card like before me every time. And it's like, well, if I played one on top, all the ingredients are going to be gone. So I got stuck in like a loop of like, there's no reason for me to play an order card other than just wasting one. Yeah. So you Um, kept them to help people. Yeah. And I liked, I liked that. That that was the coolest part where my order's messed up and I can just play one card and and fulfill one of my orders and help. That was, that was really cool. I liked that. It was also really unique. I don't know if I've played a game kind of like that. That's a good point. You're just building one stack. You can't ever look through it. Because sometimes you're like, oh, you can build a stack, but you can look through them. Yeah. Oh, how you're many just, cards you're just kind there? of trying to guess. Be like, there's probably pepperoni in there. And <laughs> how freaking wrong are you? You know, you're like, there's got to be one pepperoni. And there's none. There's like one ingredient by the time. You know, that that was that created some really fun laughs. Like when I played, there's one card we had to have 15 total ingredients. And all of us played it when there was like three. It yeah. was like, that was yeah. like created some really funny moments. Yeah. So yeah, I would totally play this game again, like, uh, I say this about some games before or after like a game night when you're kind of winding down or, or you know, waiting for someone to show up because it didn't take very long, was it? No. Yeah. 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah and was that was with some of our shenanigans. And right. Laughing. That was yeah. just with the shenanigans um, and the rules and everything. Yeah. Yeah. So overall good game. It's it's shocking that it's a new Rosenberg game. That yeah, would be that like, you know, those are, that and Bonanza, right? Where those is first yep. two were kind of like. It seems oh. like so different than. I didn't realize it was that early. Than oh, all yeah. of his other games. Nine, it was in the 90s. Yeah. The 90s. Yeah, the, the 90s. 90s. The 1990s. When we, were when we, were, we were only in our teens back yeah. then. Is this game in, like, can you buy this game new or not? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, I didn't know if it was, like, so out of I have print a, or anything like that. The version I have. Your version has, cool. like, We've yeah. Only had for, like, a couple years. Um, let's see, 1998. So I have Mamma Mia Plus, which is like it's in this tin, and there's something extra in it, maybe more ingredient cards or something. And yeah, they're both, uh, as far as I can tell right here, they're both readily available. You can, uh, Mamma Mia Plus, you okay. can get. I think that game would be, could be, you might see that game on like someone's like, like a sleeper list, like a yeah. a list of games you might never heard of that, yeah. that are pretty good, you know, like that fall kind of under the radar or are ranked in, mm-hmm. that's probably ranked like 2000 something, For sure. you know, but. And another, how many does it play? Uh, it plays up to six. Yeah. So that's another, you know, plus for that game if you're looking for games that play more people and something that's fun yeah good for what it is silly yeah. fun little card game for sure that is a mama mia jeff what else you got mama man mia. i got a game about dinosaurs you guys like dinosaurs Ooh, i'd like dinosaurs sure this game is not called jurassic park well i don't like it now this game is almost jurassic park i like it again except one letter i don't like it it's called jurassic parts Ooh, i like it is that about like dinosaurs privates <laughs> 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 yep it is now <laughs> Yeah, Jurassic Park. Jurassic, <laughs> Jurassic junk. 
Ooh, the naughty parts. <laughs> That's funny. Man, what would that game be? Jurassic Parts. Well, not with the uncircumcised. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uns. <laughs> well, like they, they need to be circumcised. I don't think anyone. Do dinosaurs needs to be wangs <laughs> need to be? Do they have the ability to be circumcised? Do they dino they, wangs? Do do dino wangs look the same as a human wang? Just can like, you? Is well, do we know? We don't have like photographic thing? evidence of it. Let me look up Jurassic. Yeah, do they penis. have wings? I've never see, seen a dinosaur. I'm sure well, they have, have to have a wang. How's it gonna? Look how we've adapted that this isn't we're not calling it a wang. Dinosaur sex. I'm just gonna go to Google Images and uh, what? Did you okay, see it? it looked okay. You the went, first you image typed that Google showed up. Wang. Look, no, see. I typed in dinosaur oh. penis, and it's a dinosaur oh. with a penis as a head. That's not it. What? That's like the dick. Here we go. There's here. Look, this is an anatomical picture of. Dicreosaurus Hansamani mounting. No, I can't turn it because of these cords. Uh, mounting another dinosaur, and the penis doesn't look like it has any kind of circumcisable area to it. Well, it's interesting. Like yeah, but you can if you're a paleontologist out there and you'd like to reach out to us and talk about the dinosaur reproductive system and organs. <sighs> Oh boy! Oof, wow. Don't look at the, whatever Ryan's picture. Oh, that's is. not the penis. That's the over. If you would like to see this, <laughs> it is. Go to uh, Patreon.com/slash The Gamecasters and give us a dollar. <laughs> give us a dollar. We'll send you a picture of two dinosaurs. How do like reptiles normally mate? Oh, this quickly. Is Here's the penis right here. It's this like blue a thing. Li- like a lizard. Yeah, the blue thing and the red Oof. thing. So the red thing's accepting it. <laughs> yeah. Come, hello. Which penis? Opens Come on up in and here. The other penis. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. So what oh, is man. this now? Jurassic This is called Park. Jurassic <laughs> Parts. Okay. So I'll just, I guess I'll apologize to 25th Century Games who sent me this and not yeah. talk about dinosaur wangs, but this is what you get. So this is what happens on the game. This cast. is my last right. game from 25th Century. Um, 25th Century made a couple cool games. Yeah. <laughs> made a couple cool games recently. Space Explorers was one that was uh, kind of a recent hit, kind of a deck building card game. It had like, yeah. um, it has very cool art on the front. There's like a, there's a spaceman on there. <laughs> um, and then they have... Space. A one that I know is oh, one right. of the okay. snobs' more recent favorites called Kingswood. Um, oh yeah, another one another about Kingswood. penises. Yeah, another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you say another Kingswood? Um, so yeah. they sent me Jurassic Parts to play, and it's so it's a set collecting area enclosure game uh, where you are paleontologist collecting and constructing dinosaur fossils. Awesome. Oh, or bones. That makes much Which more sense. May or may yeah. not be penile. the parts of dinosaurs. The parts that Jurassic make up a dinosaur. parts. Right. I get it now. Penis so. The game comes with a shit ton of like hexes. I know. Um, and <laughs> there's uh, there's 60, and then I got a little tiny expansion, so there's probably close to like 70 different hexes. Damn. And you are. Um, That's a lot of hexes. So I, I thought about this because you take the hexes and you, you split them in time. half. Okay, so you have two stacks of hexes and you flip over one. So one is upside down and one is right side up. Got it. Okay. And then you shuffle them together. Ooh. And as I was Ooh. shuffling them together, all I did was think about you yeah, not that, being able yeah. to that shuffle tiles. Yeah. So He's I basically like, like split them into smaller <laughs> things and shuffled them <laughs> up. So and Ryan's just like, bleh. bleh. He's like, dropped them. I'm like, just drop them. Perfectly. Like, I'm like, just shovel them. They are one giant stack. I don't know how the fuck he did that. Yeah. So that was what you probably could just like, you know, mix them around. But you have this one stack. So now in your in the gigantic stack, you have tiles that are faced up and tiles that are faced down. Yeah. And then you take them and you create this gigantic slab, is what they call it, of hexes on the table. So you take each hex and you just lay them next to each other. Some cool. are turned over and some are, are okay, right side up. I kind of like that. So the table is kind of covered in these hexes, and on the tiles are, are dinosaur fossils. Some are like plant fossils, and then each uh, dinosaur fossil goes to a different dinosaur. Hmm. Um, so on your turn, what you do is you sharpen three chisels, which is pretty easy. You just move your, ch- your chisels to the, your sharpened side of the board. Okay, there's like okay. little tokens. And then you have to place, you're going to place these, hex- place these uh, chisels onto the board in between two hexes. 
okay? Essentially trying to split this big slab into smaller pieces. Ah, so as it. soon as mm. someone creates a split in the in the big slab, the hexes, um, you like pause. So the split meaning like it goes from one end to the other or one part to another. You basically have separated these hexes from the main slab. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah. It's, it's more of a visual kind of thing. But if you're, yeah, if you're, you have to cut off part of the slab. So once that happens, you stop and you look at who contributed the most chisels to that part of the slab, the smaller part that you're, you're breaking off. Um, that person gets half of those tiles. The next person gets half of the tiles that are remaining. The next person gets half of the ones that oh. are remaining, things like that. Um, and you are collecting these uh, hexes to basically put together to create a dinosaur. You have this like field sheet that sits next to you and tells you what the dinosaur should look like. So it says the Tyrannosaurus Rex should have these four pieces. The Velociraptor should have these two pieces. So when you find them, you put them together and you've created a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Those get you points. It also gives you these cool like um, really chunky, nice like amber tokens or amber uh, gems. They're like those same gem shapes, but they're that cool yeah. like see-through orange yep. color. Um, those cool gems let you do kind of like special actions. You can buy a tile. You can do some extra um, chiseling. You can just do kind of stuff with those those amber things. And uh, you go all the way until that tile is broken up and the last two pieces are there and you split those last two pieces and then it's done. Cool. So then you're counting up points. Um, each dinosaur is worth a certain amount of points. Each um, like little plant fossil is worth points. And you just kind of add your points up. And... Um, that's that's the entire game. I taught I taught it in like ten minutes to Devin. Uh, Is there I took an us... ember token with a little bug in it? Yes. As so first player the first player token might be one of the cool. It's a mosquito in amber, kind of yeah, like Jurassic that's Park, cool. right? So that's, yeah. That's how they got the dinosaur <clears throat> DNA, right? right? So there, yeah. that's like the first player token. It's super cool. Yeah, it's like a, a tiny piece of amber. It's got like a. It looks like there's a mosquito in there, um, <laughs> and. This game is really really f like friendly, like family friendly sort of weight it's it's light but i also think that because you're you're trying to control the the cracks in the slab that you're making it can yeah. be um there can be some fun like table talk right of like oh don't you want to put it here and cut this off but it's like oh but i already have majority why would i want to yeah, why that. am i contributing Screw to ryan's you. slab <laughs> or ryan's only got there's only one piece left of the one that he's almost cut off entirely let me just put one there and now i'm going to get half of the you know, half of yeah. what the tiles slip over. So I think that it creates yeah, some cool, like, slab. yeah, it creates some cool table talk where you're kind of working together, but you're kind of not, which I think is kind of neat. And it's got hexes, so it's like basically Catan. Oh, right, yeah. My God, <laughs> who said that? Uh, so we used to have this friend who, um, any game that had hexes in it, she was like, oh, it's just like Catan. Because Catan has hexes <laughs> Yeah, well, it's it. the same. No, the same thing. I don't think so. <laughs> so things I really liked, I really liked the use of those amber gems. So you got one every time you completed a dinosaur, you mm -hmm. got one. And it allowed you to create some um, really, like Ryan always talks about satisfying turns. Love it. Mm -hmm. Where you can kind of surprise someone by... Um, you know, sharpening, yeah, like sharpening two extra chisels, and now I can cut this all off by myself, or now I can take majority in something that's going to get cut off. Um, I like those little things. There's also these cool special cards. Everybody gets a couple. You can play with one or two. I just gave Devin and I three of them. And on the cards are like a little bonus or like kind of a surprise action of, I had one where if I just had four pieces, if I had a head, a spine, a leg, and tail, I could just put those together. It was called like a, a new glue dinosaur? card, and it was just like oh. you glued them together to make a new dinosaur, and I got yeah. points. So you played that. I think that was like really, those two elements, the use of the gems and the cards are like necessary for the game. I feel like if it wasn't there, it would be very... Too boring? It would be boring, yeah. right? But I'm, now I'm playing for my cards. My cards, some of them have like end game scoring, so now I'm playing toward that. And then having those kind of satisfying surprise sort of turns really elevated the game for me art is 
cool. I don't know. I saw you kind of looking at pictures. Yeah, it looks pretty The art's cool. really cool. So the art is done by Andrew Bosley, which oh. may not be a household name, but yeah, it's, wow. it's, he has like a, hu- like a huge game. That he's Everdell, done. right? Everdell. Yeah. Oh, so he's yeah. the Everdell artist. Yeah. And this game looks great. It's it's obviously a much smaller scale and a much like smaller game than... Um, are you looking for Everdell? Yeah, I'm like, we don't have that. Have <laughs> nope. um, Measles has it now. But he, uh, Andrew Bosley is obviously extremely talented, and the game looks great. I love that first player token. The tiles are almost like like double thickness, so they're nice and like chunky tiles. You don't That's feel cool. like you're going to like break them because you are touching them a lot and moving them around. Uh, like I kind of said, I, I think this falls into a cool weight class of like light enough for families to play, but also enough to um, be competitive with sort of like a game group. Mm. Um, it only took like 30 minutes. My downside would be that once once part of that slab gets broken off, you like pause the game immediately. You flip over the tiles that are face down, and then you split them up amongst who takes what. It takes a, some time for you to pick which ones you want because some of them are face down. So you might want something that's face sure. down. So now you're trying to evaluate which ones you want. So that might that could take three minutes, you know, of, mm. of someone deciding what to take. Yeah. So that slowed it down a little bit. Nitpicking because we were done in a half an hour anyway. I taught it in ten minutes and we played it. In 30, so we were done in like 40, 45 wow, minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah. And yeah, setup is a bit annoying. Like shuffling those tiles is a bit annoying. Laying out that big slab is a little annoying. But putting it away is super simple because you don't have to worry yeah, about it. You just kind of put, put them back put in them the thing. Um, I, I, I enjoy the game more than I thought I was going to after I read the rules. And it's something that I'm glad is in my collection and I'm going to keep. Oh, cool. So now I have awesome. Devin's thoughts. That's good news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a good nose, by the way. So here's what... news. Here's good what, news. That's good yeah. news. <laughs> here's what Devin said. Devin said, I'm going to pause. So I didn't say the whole thing. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. It was good. But I'm more advanced than this. Ooh, is what she said. Oh, shit. Too easy for Devin. Yeah. Because it is just like, easy. it's a lightweight family. It wasn't yeah. supposed to be some brain burner. Yeah. Um, and then we played Feast for Odin, so I was like, <laughs> think about right. that's a game. Yeah. yeah. She was like, I'd definitely play this again. Yeah. But I would look into it. It's cool. <laughs> Even you could spend like, it's it's not a super expensive game, but just to have that cool first player token. That's like, sweet. that yeah. might be my fit. Like one, it's my top five. How big is it? Um, maybe like a quarter. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. It's cool. Nice. Yeah, that seems cool. Yeah, what do you guys got? You I, know, I know what a quarter is, Natalie. She's like, it's like this. <laughs> I <laughs> a saw about this big. a good-looking game you guys showed played. me. Yeah, oh yeah, God. we did play a game. So before I talk about the game we played, I'm going to talk about the Instagram post I made for this game we played. What? So we did. We pulled a little fast one on the Instagram community. Uh, fast one, is that what you would call it? Did we pull a fast <laughs> one? That was fast. Uh, Look how fast it was. We were doing a social experiment. Yeah. To find out just how many likes we could get in our post. You Shanghai'd them. Yeah. yeah. We try to Shanghai me? If. <laughs> <laughs> if we clear Natalie's whistle. <laughs> Natalie decided to be a. Uh, I decided. She decided all on her own to be yeah, a myself. geeky girl, a, ge- a gamer girl for a post and show off her assets. <laughs> to see if that would make a difference in how many people liked our Yeah, because we've seen We're some other grow accounts our channels. who maybe uh, <laughs> you know, have a certain growths of their own. <laughs> Do alright. We were just going to say, like, hey, I wonder what if the Instagram community are just a bunch of dogs and if they're just going to like, you know. So we haven't, the jury is still out because the post just went up today. Jeff has told me that Sundays are a terrible day to post things. To post. Um, so we'll, that's okay. we'll find out in the coming days. Um, and it may get deleted after that. We're not sure. <laughs> so, a long time ago, on a podcast far, far away, 
I heard tale of a game that takes place on three boards. No way. Yeah. Has a date range in the name. <laughs> and is <laughs> unlike anything I've ever played before. Well, that game is called Space Corp 2025 to 2300 AD. Designed by John Butterfield. Never heard of him. And published by GMT Games. Heard of him. <laughs> the game has been in our oh, collection and on the shelf of shame for probably a couple years now. And finally, yeah. finally, it was able to break through and land on the table. To start things off, this game is truly unlike anything I've ever played before. I've been playing hobby board games now for over a decade. And I don't think I can compare this to really anything I've played before. I mean, it's a space exploration game at its heart. But there's really no 4X stuff in it, which is typically what you see when there's like an exploration space game, you know, like Space Empires 4X or Eclipse or, uh, yes, Jeff. Uh, this Butterfield man? Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, it seems like he's a war game developer, so you Makes might sense. know his GMT name guy. from, for, yeah, like all of his games, like Hell Highway, Freedom in the Galaxy, D-Day, uh, Royal Air Force enemy action. Okay. They're very war game. Wow, so he's well it makes sense if he you know. But I think this one is like kind of crossed over into like this is not a war game no, at all. Yeah. This is not a war game. Way to go, Butterfield. At all. There's there's no in fact there's zero warring in this game. <laughs> <laughs> this is more of a realistic split space exploration game. You're not fighting with your opponents or anything like that. It's basically your two rival companies trying to best explore and expand into the cosmos from Earth. Okay, the game takes place over three different eras. Each era is a different scope of the universe. In era one, the Mariner's era, you're just leaving Earth, exploring the surrounding space. So like the moon, Halley's Comet's right there, and then you go as far as Mars, okay? In the second era, you play on an entirely different game board, and then you explore the outer planets all the way up to the once planet Pluto. Plunto. Plunto. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. And then in the third era, you explore different star systems on an even different board. Each era also introduces new rules and adds things that just gets more complex. The first era is really almost pointless and just a way for you to learn the basics of how the game plays. I don't think if we played it again, we would ever play the first era again. Hmm, the okay. Mariners one to Mars. It's just you don't need to if you, if you, if you know how to play. Uh, the cool thing about the game is you can play as many eras as you want. You could just play the first one or just the first and second, or just the second and third, or just the third, or just the second. The game tells you how to score all of these different ways. If you're only playing this era, you score the game this way, right? It's a cool design. It's a really cool design, I would even say. So the heart of the game is you taking actions, like moving, exploring, building a base, researching, which is just getting cards, or upgrading your player board HQ. And you start with a base value of zero. So if I wanna move, I'm saying, okay, I'm going to take the move action. I have zero move. <laughs> if I want to actually move, I have to add to that zero by playing cards from my hand or by using cards that are already played on my player board already. So if I wanted to move from Earth to the moon, let's say that costs four movement, I would have to play cards from my hand that have move movement values on them and or cards on my player board that have movement values on them, and the total just needs to at least be four. Okay, simple. Um, you and have that's how, to play cards if they're not on your board. Like if if you had enough on your board, if you had you enough just, on your board, you could you just, just do that. Yep, do yep. Yeah. You don't have to play. Yeah, it's an and or situation. Um, and that happened a lot during the game, where you get play, you get cards on your board, and then you're just like, okay, boom, I can just do the action because of this. Um, and all the actions pretty much work that exact same way. Want to explore the moon to see where you find? Well, that's an explore action. You want to build a base on that moon that you just explored? Well, now that's a build action. And then they all work the same way. You're just playing cards with a build value or an explore value. Um, you, the cool thing is you can use your opponent's player board. So let's say 
I want to get to Mars from the planet from planet Earth, and that costs nine movement. Well, I only have cards in my hand and my player board to get me up to eight, so I can't do it. But if I look at Natalie's board and Natalie has enough on her player board plus the cards in my hand, I can say, okay, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to use my player board. I'm going to use hers. And so I use hers, and I get my play my cards, and I get to nine. Natalie then gets a reward for it. That reminds me of another space game. Yes, on Mars, yeah. similar to that, right? You can use the – it's cool. You can, you can always use other players' stuff. They can use your stuff. Um, and then they just get benefits from it. It's cool. Right? I like that. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Um, so essentially, you're exploring these sites in outer space, building bases on them, and trying to amass the most money, which is victory points. There's this satellite board that has these contracts on them, and this is a big draw of the game with how you score points. And also, it's the timer of each era. Each era, remember there's three, there are seven contracts to fulfill. And they're first come, first serve. So once I fulfill a contract, Natalie can't also do it. Let's say a contract is, you know, the first person to build a base on Mars. Okay, that's a contract. If Natalie does that before me, she slides the token over to that and claims that contract and gets victory points for it. Once six of the seven of those contracts have been fulfilled per, for an era, the era will end. The other way it can end is if the deck runs out of cards. Um, the contracts are awesome. They all provide victory points and... You don't realize at the, when you're very first starting out, but that's a huge uh, wave you're getting victory points. So you play these three different eras. Um, again, stopping whichever era you'd like. We played the entire game. We played era one, era two, and era three, and then totaled the score after the third era. It took us two days to do it. Mm -hmm. um, but So we have a, an experience of the entire thing. So things I liked. I really like the idea behind this game. The ambition of it is really something to kind of behold. It's a really cool design. Playing the game on three different game boards, that's what other game yeah. does that? It's cool. I've never seen anything. Never like seen that. that before either. And it's not an overwrought design. It's really simple to play. I mean, basically what I described is basically everything. You're just playing action cards from your hand or on your player board to take the action that you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, Depending on what you want to take, there's other you know decisions to be made and right. stuff. I didn't explain any of that, but the actual playing of the game and learn and the rules is simple, very simple. Um, the actions are really intuitive. You know, moving is probably the most complex part of the game, and even that's not that bad. There's some math to it though, which <laughs> there was many times where we had to get our calculators out to see if we could in the third era get, because there was multiplication. Man. So, involved. well, if you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> On the very first board, you're just going from Earth to as far as Mars. So, you know, theoretically, that's not that much movement when you're comparing moving to entire star systems away. Right. So they thematically do that by increasing drastically the amount of movement you need to get from Did one to the other. Did that feel cool or would you rather just be like 10? Um, <laughs> like, I oh, just move like, 10 and you're fine. I felt like it would have been much easier to just be like, okay, move 10, but... It was cool. It yeah. was cool because in the I agree. each era has its own deck of cards, and in the third era, it introduces these multiplications. And so you'd get a times three move. And if I have um, a six move on my board, I have two three move cards in my hand. Now I'm adding six plus right. three plus three, so twelve. And then I put the times, times three, three down. Yeah. Right. Well, because so like you, in the so first era, to, it might cost like twelve move to get somewhere, but in the third era, it might cost like one hundred and fifty eighty. You know, That's and you're cool. like, oh, how am I supposed to get that much? Yeah, like, there's ways. And when you do it, it's 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 pretty cool yeah. when you're like, okay, let me get my calculator out and see if I can do if yeah. this is enough, <laughs> yeah. which is weird, but it, it's cool. Um, 
So, yeah, like I said, moving was, that was the most complicated part. I really like the card play. The cards are all multi-use, and you can also use a lot of them to put into your HQ, which then act as permanent cards that you can play whenever you want, and they don't get discarded. I like how you can use your opponent's stuff that you need, and they get a little benefit if you do. That's really cool. I like how tense the game is. At its heart, this game is a race game. Um, that's what I would build this as. If I were to tell somebody, I would say this is a space exploration race game cool. because that contract board you need to be constantly trying to get those at the beginning of every era you're kind of like we're never going to get all these things and then all of a sudden it's like one after the other start happening i kind of like that behind there yeah, yeah it is kind of cool. we said that yeah. a bunch in era two and three specifically where we're like this is never going to end because these contracts are impossible to fulfill and then you just kind of keep playing and after a while it's all of a sudden like oh I'm okay maybe there. i'm actually almost oh, I'm there and then yeah. and it's like i could get that one that one that one oh my gosh and then your opponent i mean we only play a two-player game you know natalie and i were very much neck and neck most of the game where it's like oh my god if i don't do this now she might mm-hmm. but if i do this now then she's going to take that other thing that i want and that was my favorite part of the game was those decisions of when to do something all the time I was locked up in my brain about what to do was like, when do I do this? Because I see what she's doing. And if she sees me take this action, she's going to know a, okay, he's going for that thing. So I can try to stop him or B he did that, which means now I'm free to do this. And I, it's like, you don't want to give that information away, but you have to, by just playing the game. Like I want to go to Mars, but if I go to Mars, she knows that I now don't have enough time to get to Haley's Comet. And now she can go to Haley's Comet ahead of me, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's like, if I go to Haley's Comet first, then she sees <laughs> Mars is open, and she's like, okay, now I'm going to go steal that. And it's like, ah! And that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I really liked that part of the game, that tenseness, right? Um, the actions you take matter a lot, especially towards the end of the era when you're fighting for those contracts, like I mentioned a little bit ago. I like how the game adds rules into each different era, and so it feels thematic, like we, ta- like we talked about a minute ago with the movement. Uh, the game's like a big crescendo. I've talked about this before, but the scope of the game is also one of my favorite things. It's really cool how at first you're just exploring right around Earth, but by the end of it, you're exploring these different star systems. You know, you're like going like billions of miles for, you know, mm-hmm. potentially in like faster than light flight, where at the beginning you're just like, I'll explore this little cluster right around, <laughs> right. right outside of Earth, and I'm just going to go to the moon, you know? It truly feels like nothing I've ever played before. And I could see it being a game that I would really love, if not for the things that I don't like. Oh, here we go. The length. This game is is too long. What about the girth? The girth is great. Okay, great it girth. It feels good in your hands. <laughs> Just a little too long. Yeah, it's too long. It like pokes me right in the... <laughs> oh, hey oh. Right It's getting me right in the, right in the organs. <laughs> the uh, organs. <laughs> Welcome to GameCasters, ah, where this is the anatomy lesson. <laughs> <laughs> the game takes too long. Okay, for for us to come out frequently, it's too long. Yeah, it's I really liked this game. Okay, but the box says between one and four hours. The reason yeah. it says that is because you can choose to only play one era yeah. if you want to. Now that is something I could see us doing. I could see us going. You want to just play era two? Era two took about an hour yeah. and a half. We could just play era That's two true. and just do that, and that could be cool. Um, and the first era definitely takes. An hour, possibly less. But that's also the least interesting era. So there'd be no reason to do that. The second era was, you know, probably between one and a half and two hours. Mm -hmm. And the third era was probably between one and a half and two hours. So those two eras, you could probably finish in four hours, maybe three hours if you, like, are really just 
clicking and not going, you know. Yeah, we wow. would get locked up. But it's still time. really long. Um, I could see, I don't know, like I said, just talking about it now, I could see playing maybe just era two mm-hmm. you know if we wanted to play it again um the components also were very much uh left a lot to be desired i mean it's gmt if you know their stuff it's pretty much on par with everything which is nothing special ugly and the components <laughs> are really drab and not all that thick with two c's <laughs> the movement costs can get a bit mathy to calculate in the later areas and the bases don't really mean as much as i would have hoped they did there's these bases that you put out, and there's all these different bases, and you're like, which base do I want to put out? And at the very beginning of the game, you're like, ooh, there's all these different... But then after the game goes on, you're kind of like, well, I can really only put this one, and it doesn't really do... It's just not that fun. Yeah. And I was, ho- I would have hoped that establishing a base would have been cooler. That was maybe... Natalie and I talked about this, probably our least favorite... Like, our least Biggest, exciting... Like, disappointment. Like, oh, man, yeah. I get to build a base, and the base doesn't really matter that much, you know? Right. Um, there are nine different types of them. And you would think, depending on what you built, it would drive your strategy to score all these points, and it just doesn't, you know? So it's just kind of annoying. Um, The randomness is my last annoyance. Uh, The randomness, both of the cards and the tiles, can be very bothersome in a game this long. There's a contract that says, have four bases on these certain types of exploration tiles. But the tiles just come out randomly. You can't, like, plan for that. There's not really a, a way for you. There's one, like, card you can get that lets you draw two tiles and look at one so i guess that's kind of how but mostly you're just lucking into it and so natalie and i lucked into two of these tiles each and she was like okay i'm gonna keep exploring and find more of these and they just never came out and then i just went and explored and i found them and so i got that contract and she didn't and it was only i just it was just luck right and so it doesn't feel good either way it doesn't feel good and there's a lot of instances that would happen where it's like i'm in the third era and i need to move you know, I need those multiplication move cards, and I just—they're just not. I'm not drawing them. Yeah. Every round, I'm drawing cards, and <laughs> You're I'm just not stuck draw- on some planet. Yeah. Far, I'm just far like, away. damn it! Now I can't do. It, so I have to do something else. And I mean, the something else you do is cool. Like it's not like there's nothing for you to do. Right. But that does. It happened in often enough that it was like, ah, it doesn't feel. That doesn't feel good. Like that sucks. Overall, though, I really liked this game. Actually, I think the design is outstanding and a real achievement. Um, there are some issues that mostly don't take it down a ton, but they prevent it from playing like super smoothly, you know, but there's a lot of tenseness. Uh, the game changes up enough that I think it feels like you're really progressing. And overall, it was a good game. It was definitely a good game. What did you think, Natalie? Well, I agree that this was a good game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, well, we well, let so, me begin. Yeah. <laughs> I... I really enjoyed, like, the gameplay of this game. Good. Phew. Like, I agree that it was very interesting and cool with the three eras. Um, I liked how... I liked the card playing and how we had, like, these, like... I think it's called the headquarters, you know, yeah, which was HQ. your player board, yeah. which you can basically choose what you want... What cards you want to be, like, stationary for you to use every time. And you can even replace them and just do whatever you want with it. And I thought that was really cool because you can customize it to what you feel like you need the most. Yes. I mean, there was, like... I had some really good stuff going at the end and Ryan was using my board a lot. A ton. Um, Luckily, I had this this sweet, like, power that said whenever I used her board, she didn't get the reward. Right, so that's why he kept using it, yeah. I was like, sweet, I can use it. Well, because the rewards can be really good. I mean, she just keeps getting cards and stuff. Right. Um, But I liked that part of it a lot. Um, And then 
when you were talking about like the movement and you know jeff was like saying is that annoying i also like really liked that i think it kind of goes along with like the card play but i i liked that you could use multiple cards together you know to add up to what you need yeah to move or explore or build or you know do whatever the other actions are um i thought that was like really interesting so it's kind of I don't know. It's just it's not as like straightforward, but it made it more interesting to play. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to say that. Um, I also I liked the contracts because I enjoy when you know there's a game that that's kind of like big like this, and it kind of gives you some guidance. Yeah, you know. So at the beginning, I'm kind of like, okay, this is what I'm trying yeah, it to says do. I got to get to Mars first. Okay, I'm going to do that. The things that I'm going for. Yeah, right. and so I enjoyed that. Um, I like that. So in the different eras, what I think probably I like the most about it is that each era, it felt 100% like the same game because all of like the base stuff you're doing is the same. Yeah. But it also at the same time felt like a different game because of the differences, you know, made it different enough where it, it didn't feel like you were just playing the same game three times. That's a good, another good point. Gosh, got all the good points. Damn it! She's winning. I, my points. I, 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 I agree. <laughs> having said that, I'll say my my dislikes are the randomness that was very frustrating at times. You know, like yeah, like Ryan said, like I could, I needed to explore, and I just didn't have any explore cards. I didn't have any explore in my headquarters. I just couldn't pick up a freaking explore card. They weren't coming out. Yep. I would end up having to use Ryan's board, which, which would gave give me him a reward. <laughs> but even then, like. That was only three, so like if that wasn't enough, I'm just like this is what I want to do, but I can't, so I just got to keep doing other stuff and hopefully get some explore cards. Yeah. And so like that was making me mad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were getting mad a lot in this yeah, game. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the the discovery tile, same thing. You know, like I started getting a little bit behind in points, and I'm just hoping because like contracts give you points and discovery tiles give you points. Um, in the game, you're not like getting like tons and tons of points. So it kind of like depends. It's the points, I guess, felt a little bit random, which I didn't like. So like, obviously, if you fulfill a contract, that's not random. You're like working towards getting those points, but yeah, flipping a discovery tile, flipping a discovery tile where Ryan gets one that's like, here's two points, and then I get one that's like, you get negative two points, and I'm like, what the hell? Well, hmm, there wasn't negative points specifically. Yes, there was. I got one. You got a negative negative two points. Yes. I was very mad about that. Oh, that was one of like the yeah. So there's like a couple that are just not good, right? And they always seem Natalie seemed to draw those, right? That can be annoying. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think I got a pirates one that was like bad for me or something. I don't know, but so like those were like frustrating. And then um, you can also get points by producing. That just basically, if you use a produce action, it just straight up gives you points. But again, you know, towards the end of the game, I'm kind of like, oh, I'm behind. If I could just get some produce cards and just use a bunch of those to get more points. But do I, mean, I get yeah. any produce cards? No. Of no. Not. You know, I had, so I had, like, like four of them in my hand. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that's like, the kind of produce, stuff where produce, I was produce. like, this is like a fun gameplay, but that part of it is like kind of annoying because, like you said, it's not like some little 45 minute game. Like I'm putting a lot of effort into this and I just can't do the actions that I want to do because of the randomness in the cards you know that kind of like took the game down a little not like a notch for me um and the other thing that i didn't really care for is like you said the bases um that part of the game was like 
like i felt like everything kind of like went so smoothly and then we get to the part where you have to Pick build a base, a base yeah. and we're just we're, every single time even though we played three eras of this we're just looking at this list of bases and what they do and like which one can i play and then what does it do for me and i'm like i don't know what, which one i should play what did all of them do for me isn't that great you know and i'm just like i don't know and i felt like every time we went to build we just paused and was like i don't know this one that's Maybe a good point. One? It did stop. It did kind of screech the game to a halt when it was yeah. time to build. Is that so something that, that would help with more plays? Yeah, but, absolutely. Yeah, probably. But um, still, yeah. yeah. But that, yeah, those are like my two biggest complaints. And so like for me, in, at first I thought like, I would say it's not great. You know, like it would be great, but because of my complaints, it brings it down a little bit, but it's still better than good, not great. Agreed. You know, so I think it's like between good and great. <laughs> So okay, it's that time I thought. So wait, good not great is between good and great. Okay, it's, it's better than good not great. It's better, better than, than good, good not great, great but right, not that's great. What, that's what I'm trying to say. But not great. Correct. Do you think that with less annoying randomness on your part, you would think it's great? Like, do you think it's closer to great than Natalie thought it was closer to great? I think I probably liked it a little better than Natalie did. You had a little more. You had. A little I more things s- go in your favor. Yeah. Probably. I mean, the randomness didn't affect me as bad. If, if I would have drawn a tile that gave negative two points or I, you know, I'm drawing a discovery tile that just like, oh, you lose a turn. It didn't do that. But it was basically like, you know, like, oh, yeah. Because I definitely had the randomness happen to me where it's like, I can't move. I'm just stuck here. I have to just sit here yeah, this and is wait. What I, do, I have to but just I draw just cards can't. until yeah. I can get Seems them. Like it's got some cool mechanisms. It definitely has, like, awesome it definitely has some really cool stuff and it is a fun game. I mean, honestly, I could be biased because of how the randomness affected, affected me. Um, so, because if it didn't, maybe I would have a different opinion. Um, but because it did, I'm not. And again, I'm not saying that I don't like the game because I really did enjoy it. But if that can happen to you, it's kind of just like yeah, it makes you do, pause. If when I want to, yeah, do I want to risk like getting feeling that way? Yeah, feeling that way. Yeah, that's my thought. In the third era, I definitely had a few moments where I was like standing up, like oh, okay cool like i got cool i got feeling. my next like three turns planned out i can't wait to enact them it's gonna be awesome as long as natalie doesn't do this <laughs> you know like there was a couple of those moments that were like if she just doesn't go there that i can get that contract and it happened twice that i remember where i was specifically like okay as long as she doesn't do this i'll get that contract and then she did it and got the contract like, ahead oh. of me and i was like oh no <laughs> yeah. you know and so that happened yeah so overall i would say it's definitely in the um you know it's it's in the it's in the 10 percent yeah. You know, I don't think it's in the 10% of the 10%. It's in the 90% of the 10%. 90% yeah. of the 10%. Yes. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? It's definitely a, a really, really good game. Whether it's great, I don't know, but it's really good. And that mm-hmm. was Space Corp 2025 to 2300 AD, designed by venerable war game designer himself, John Butterfield. Yeah, I need to tell you something about GMT John Butterfield. Games. So, if you go to, um, if you go to BGG, right? Go to Board Game Geek and click on. Uh, John, yeah, click on John Butterfield. So if you go to the game and click on John Butterfield, there's a note. So a lot of these things have notes, right? Stefan Feld does this. He's produced these games, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The note in John Butterfield, read it, has it out loud. It's been confirmed that this is not the same person as role-playing game designer John Butterfield. <laughs> what? It's a different John Butterfield? There are two that's John Butterfields. That's, that's the note Aww, on this guy's that's page. Sad. It's not that like you sad. look at big-time designers, and there's like there's uh, all about their lives, right? This is not the like, Stefan Feld condom from the yeah. Caster's podcast. Oh all the note says is it's not this other guy. So it's not the war guy? If you click on that guy, does it say it's not the other guy? Oh. 
Confirmed as not being the same person as John H. Butterfield. <laughs> <laughs> they are not the same people. That's all their pages that's, that's say. Uh, they're not the other version of the poor John Butterfield. Butterfield. Poor Butterfield. It's the really, really good. Game. I would say if you are at all into space exploration, 4X type of, type of games, um, and you're okay with, because typically 4X games take forever. Yeah. Right? Like Twilight Imperium takes five to eight hours. Yeah, I did. Right? This game is going to be fine for you. You're not fighting in this game, but it's, it's, it's really, really good. And I would recommend it, I think. I think I'd recommend it. Yeah, All right, Jeff. I think I would Cool. Too. You got one more. I, I got one more. I got a game called Near and Fart. <laughs> no. So this this popped up in our <laughs> inbox a few weeks ago of just, you know. Changing a letter? Yeah, changing a letter, adding yeah. a letter. So near, what do you think about This it, game is called, yeah, Natalie. Natalie's dropping one. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I can say whatever I want. Yeah, not here. She's not here, not here. She just fart jokes, fart jokes, fart stairs. jokes. <laughs> <laughs> when we come back, we're still talking about like, oh, Near and Far. <laughs> yeah. Just beginning it. So... Yeah, it's not called Near and Fart. It's called Near and Far. <laughs> this is a Ryan Lockett game, and I've said this before when I talk about Ryan Lockett games. They never grab me. They never. Yeah, me either. But there are people who are diehard Ryan Lockett fans. They think he's the greatest thing that's yeah, ever and, happened. And I understand it. I'm not. It, it's not like something I would. I would say like, well, he, he's not a good design. I, I'm not saying any of that. Yeah. For some reason, for me, I just don't get pumped up when his game gets agreed. released. I don't know why either, but I don't really care. But like when I see, you know, when Bonfire came out, I'm like, Stephen Feldman, yeah. oh, that. I'm all Give over it. it. Yep. So we all have like our people, I think. Mm-hmm. So Near and Far is number 161 on Board Game Geek wow, that's good. with a 7.8 okay. rating, which that's is good, high. Yeah, that's high. Uh, this is a follow-up. He has like a, a I don't maybe a trilogy. So Above and Below was first, Near and Far, and then this new one that's um, yeah. getting released around Gen Con is Now or Never. Now or Never. And Above and Below is not good. Um, I didn't like it, and I I don't I I'll never play it ever again. Um, but people do like it. People do like it. Near and far, I feel like it's just improved much much lot. better. Um, so obviously it's Red Raven, but uh, so let me start. Let me kind of explain the game just a little bit. So in Near and Far, you're exploring these different maps, okay? And the maps come in this very cool storybook the book board game, like a uh, 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 board, right? So that's the board that you're playing. Right, on. like it's the fables or yeah, which. He's done with Above and Below, and I'm assuming Now or Never probably have the same sort of thing, which is kind of cool because every time you play the game, you flip the page, and it's a different looking board, which I think is unique and cool, Um, and that goes along. Instead of just having like, oh, you set tiles up in a different way, having that storybook kind of looks, it looks great on the table. So that's that's one of the boards, and then there's a game board above that that's really like um, the action board. So there's like, you kind of take actions above up top, and then you can go adventuring down in in the storybook. Which is pretty cool. So yeah, on your turn, you're either visiting um, places and like above and below. Yeah. Oh, it's it's very similar. <laughs> very similar? Except okay. So in and I was talking to um, our friend Bill about this. In above and below, it it felt like you're playing this very very tight resource game in the action spaces, and then you're going down and dealing with a bunch of shenanigans in this story. It was shenanigans where it was just like. Bill Bill said it probably best where he was like, it felt like you were playing Kalos on the action boards where it was tight, resource, tight, and then you'd go down and you would play Tales of Arabian Nights and random <laughs> shit would just happen to yep, you it would. and it felt really frustrating. Yeah, like, this feels tighter than that. Um, or or it, this feels more finished than that, yeah. um, which is probably why it's ranked higher and I think people will lean toward this one. So in the town when you're taking these actions, you're just like gathering cool adventurers which give you like different abilities as you're... Um, 
moving around the map. Um, you're exchanging resources and getting resources. You're getting treasure cards. You're mining for gold. You're basically just getting stuff that will then help you on your adventure in the story book. Okay. So instead of going to the main action board, you can just move your character and you can put it right in the story book and you can start moving around there. Oh, that's cool. Um, as soon as you go into the into the storybook, you kind of like update your stats, sort of like your kind of life points or action points, sort of things as you um, as you gain them in the in the action spaces. You you have them when you when you start exploring, and uh, then you just kind of move. And as you move, you might like fight bandits. There, like each space. Just think of a normal map. Each space is connected by lines, and you move different lines. And you're spending resources. You're fighting bandits. Bandits. Oh, you got fart jokes. Okay, just kidding. Nally's back. Yeah. Um, so you're fighting bandits. You're, uh, and then every once in a while you have like a story interaction, which is kind of similar to um, Tales of Arabian Nights, where you show up somewhere and a story happens to you. It's not as ridiculous, and you don't get wounded or get married or turn into an ape or something like I did. Um, but it really, it kind of <laughs> asks you though. to like test something. So it's like, do you want to help this person or do you want to leave them alone? And then you kind of roll, and it'll give you some bonus or hurt your reputation or get you up. So it just gives you kind of stuff. Um, and it's a cool kind of pausing stop or like a pausing place in a game where you get to kind of read a cool story, which that is cool. doesn't like that. I, yep. I, I enjoyed that That's part. Um, that was the draw for me of Above and Below. Yeah. I was like super pumped about it. And then, yeah, same with you guys. I was just kind of like, oh, this doesn't. This, yeah. the, as a game, it's not working there. Very yeah. Well. So w- w- one thing that is kind of the trigger for the game is as you're moving around these this map, you're, you're, you're dropping these tents, um, which you're spending these action points to put these tents on the board. And once somebody runs out of tents, uh, that the game will will end in, in a round. You're pitching the tents. You're pitching those tents. Right. And <laughs> so at the end of the game, you're earning points for like building camps, collecting adventures, all that kind of stuff you're you're sort of doing throughout the game. And this is better than I had anticipated it being. Uh, I demoed it at Gen Con a few years ago. Right. It was kind of new. Yeah, but right. we only played a couple rounds, and I kind of walked away like, meh. Nah, yeah, I don't really want it. Care. Yeah. Right. Joe bought it for super cheap at somewhere um, like Barnes and Noble or some oh, okay. some random kind of thing, and again, I don't normally gravitate toward his games, but I think that I will come back to this one. Cool. Um, if Joe picks it, I won't like roll my eyes and be like, "Yeah, oh, like ah, yeah. darn it." Um, I also like dominated. I won by like so many. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, and I don't even really like. I kind of know how, but it was also um, I didn't really know. Like at the beginning of the game, it does have a nice like ramp up right at the beginning of the game you're like how do i have anything how am i going to get anything you have these cards in your hand these artifact cards which i think are wonderful so these artifact cards give you more fight or a cool bonus or extra stuff but you have to pay for them to come out mm. and some of mine had like i had to have negative reputation so i had to like go into into this storybook do like shitty things kind of <laughs> move my reputation down in order to get these cards out sort of yeah um but at the beginning i'm like how am i ever going to get eight dollars and have a reputation down but as the game progresses it it happens right mm-hmm. and i think that's a good some games kind of don't have that yep. or it starts off you have everything to start with and then you're just playing you know you, you kind of had to be thoughtful in your resources okay. which i which i kind of liked yeah that's cool. um the story interactions i thought were really fun and i only can assume that they get better and kind of a little more interactive as the book continues so are you flip. playing in like a campaign it's no, it it doesn't have to be a campaign. I think there is one like overarching story that you could play if you play with the same group. But I think that you could just open it up and you could just flip to a page and play that map if you wanted to. Cool. Or Joe could play it with somebody else, and we're not missing out on anything Got if it. he if he comes back. Because there's right. I don't I don't want to guess at how many pages are in there, but I'll guess um, maybe thirty twenty five wow. pages that and are and they're in each double sided. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, yeah, like that would have to be yes, but maybe there's thirty maps. 
But anyway, there's there's a good number of maps that would feel different every time. You are moving around trying to drop tents, but at least the interactions I think would be different because cool. it comes with a good uh, size storybook as well. Sure. Um, that I think that was just fun. It felt like Arabian Nights to me, but in a in a in a in something that a game makes now. more sense. <laughs> yeah, there's a game yeah. to it. And I think there was uh, sort of like I said, a good balance between like where to spend your resources. Um, how to put out your artifact cards. The artifact cards are really cool. Um, you wanted to get them all out, but it also penalized you for not getting them out, which I enjoyed because that means you're just not going and lucking into picking up cards with resources that you already have. Okay. So I could go and get an artifact card and sure, if I had the resources, I could spend them and put them out, but I'm not just drawing like 15, like, oh, I'm just going to keep drawing until I get an artifact card that I can put out. Yeah. Because every one you keep in your hand at the end of the game loses you a point. So I think that's a, that's a, mm. a fine way of of stopping maybe that action. Like if you know you're losing, let me just keep drawing cards until I have the stuff I need. So overall it, it was much better than above and below. In my opinion, um, it, it may, it may make me look at now and never or now or never, or now and later. What's that name called? <laughs> up and down, um, up and down <laughs> sideways. Side side. I think it's now or side never. It is now or never. So it might make yep. me look at that at Gen Con. I might want to go, to that table and just look at the game and see how maybe it compares because if he's learning Ryan Lockett that is is he if if above and below was okay that's even a, a yeah what is he gonna I didn't think upon? it was even that okay and now near and far was was good and fun and like worked is mm-hmm. this game gonna be even like better and I know people like Sleeping Gods people have like said this is like their favorite game and Ancient yeah. World is a cool game we have there's Sleeping a, Gods we gotta try we gotta, yeah. we gotta get gotta back out. there's one more of his games that I feel like Islebound maybe that people really yep. like that's one uh, that you know maybe you know, also did the 8 minute Empire games and, yeah Ancient World I enjoy this one I enjoyed so maybe maybe I start putting him on my radar when he comes out with a game cool but I would say I, I think you guys might you would enjoy that better than Above and Below. You might I not want to so. play it because Above I was and Below so sucked. So excited about Above and Below, and, and I was like, oh, it kind of blows. And he, th- this like Ryan Lockett is it can't knock him for his art. You've played oh. Artifacts Inc. Ooh, oh, remember that one? Yeah, he does I, art I mean, on I that one too. Played, he's like, the artist. Yeah, he does, he does far art Above and Below like those. Ones. Right. Yeah. Th- this one, if you're gonna play one, don't play Above and Below. I would just jump right to Near and Far. Play that one. It's better. Joe already bought the expansion because Better Half Reviews was like, do you have the oh, expansion? Really? And when I posted it on my... Yeah. Um, they, they like, did, I do now. <laughs> yeah. They did like a challenge uh, a few weeks ago about like, they did like their Better Half Reviews weekly something and they yep. picked Ryan Lockett game. So I randomly played Near and Far that week. So I posted yeah, about it and tagged cool. them and, and they mentioned, hey, have you picked up the expansion? And Joe was like, no, but then well, he went like that for, day yeah, and went got, and got it. So he got it. <laughs> so I'm cool. assuming we'll, we'll play it again. But overall, I would put it in... You know, it's. Not, I don't think it's great, but it could could get great with more plays and cooler interactions. So I okay. put it in that good, not great category um, that I would totally play. Happy game. to play. Yeah, exactly. Kind of game. Yep. Okay. So that's a uh, near and far by near Red Red Raven and fart near and fart. <laughs> <laughs> so we're constantly trying to achieve growth and increase the chance for our name to come up when people search for board game podcasts. And one of the best ways for us to do that uh, is for uh, if you listen and enjoy us at. In any way, if you would rate and review us, and the best place that you can do that is on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy what we do, like I said, even a little bit, it would mean the world to us if you stopped by Apple Podcasts, gave us a rating and review. It doesn't take much of your time, and it's absolutely free. 
Though if you're looking for the non-free option of support, maybe consider flushing your money down the Gamecaster's toilet by way of our Patreon page. With four, count them four different tiers, which will get you access to behind-the-scenes content, exclusive content, or content ahead of time. You will also get swag that nobody else has access to, and just the opportunity to help out and support a podcast, which you sometimes listen to. We love all of our patrons. Thank you all so much for your support. If you'd like to donate to help us pay for things like hosting fees and that underwater city Jeff has had his eye on, please head on over to <laughs> patreon.com so much money. forward slash the Gamecasters to help out. Money. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you all for a moment about the Gateway Board Gaming Network, which you can find at thegatewaynetwork.com and the Gateway Network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help new or up-and-coming content creators grow by shouting each other out if you go to the gateway network website you will find other amazing content creators who are trying to grow as well they're all amazing people who produce fantastic content it's very exciting due also in large part to our merch store yes we have a merch store which you can find at the gatewaynetwork.com forward slash store there you can find so many amazing items from a large portion of our members today i would like to specifically highlight our newest member andy from the luna loves board games instagram account andy human and luna Corgi are the masterminds behind this fun board gaming account that has quickly gained a nice little following in the past four months. Andy Whoa. posts pics of games, her dog Luna, her dog Luna with games, and most importantly has a desire for growth. Head on over to the Luna Loves Board Games Instagram account and give her a follow. And you may have just found your new favorite Instagram I'm account. I'm doing it right now. All right, there's one more. <laughs> Whatever kind of content you're looking for, The Gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, even by that one Instagram follower that Jeff just did, please consider <laughs> heading on over to thegatewaynetwork.com to learn more. The Gamecaster's Twitch account has relaunched and we're live every Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday night streaming board game and video game content and having a blast talking to all of you. If you just simply can't get enough Gamecasters in your day, please consider heading on over to twitch.tv forward slash Gamecasters and give us a follow and maybe a sub. I have the best time streaming for everyone and it's just a super fun place to unwind after a long day and watch someone who is trash at games play games. Come and hang <laughs> out and engage with me in a way that you thought you never could before and you have to this time it's mandatory sorry yeah. yep. you, gotta, you gotta be here <laughs> anyway twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters possibly the best way though to interact with all of us is via our discord server if you go to the gamecasters instagram page you can check out our link tree in our bio to get access to our discord server it's a great way to engage with all three of us on a daily basis as well as meet a bunch of like-minded awesome people there's uh we have about 60 or 70 Discord members now, Something. and it's a very lively uh, server. People are talking all the time in there, and it's just a great time. We're Jeff, Natalie, and I are in there every day uh, talking to people. So if you would like to uh, interact with us, you could definitely do that by way of our Discord server. It is now the group love time of the show, where Ooh. Jeff reads all the dirty emails you've sent in right. in this episode's Penthouse Forum. <laughs> Instagram inbox. <laughs> Shut the computer off, save the better. And now it's time for the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Well, it's me again, Natalie. I like you. Jeff. <laughs> Ryan. Yeah, I like you. Welcome to the here. Instagram inbox. Thank you for the most I am your host, me. <laughs> Jeff, the mad board gamer. So I asked the question. I was getting a little nostalgic um, as 
I was like, As you know, tradition. playing with my son Jack and going, you know, what what kind of toys is he going to remember? And we always have these like, I have memories of like toys that I had growing up. So yeah. I wanted to ask the Instagram world, what was your favorite toy or game when you were growing up, when awesome. you were a kid? Do you guys know that? Oh, when hell you think yeah. about it? Me, for sure. Yeah. I was saving it for the for the show. I have a couple. Mostly, I had these, they were called, so they're Legos, mm-hmm. but they're a specific type of Lego called M-Tron and Blacktron. Okay. They had like those, I think they still make these parts now. The Blacktron ones had these like iridescent, like green, like uh, parts. Oh, that's cool. And they just made the cool, uh, they were the coolest things ever. So my grandpa used to take us to Toys R Us or mm-hmm. to like Target or something. Sure, yeah. Super young. And he would just let us pick out a toy, like me and my sister. And I always picked out a Lego, which <laughs> they were so freaking expensive. Yeah. But he just bought us whatever. Yep. I didn't yeah. know. Um, and so they were always the Blacktron and the Mtron Legos. This is when I was really young. Sure. Right? So those were that's what I the first like toy that I remember like having. That's and cool. We never had. We had Lego, but it was not like we didn't go to the store and bought buy like a set. The set. Our Lego was just a like right. suitcase like, full of yeah. Lego, and it was yeah. just like put to get build, build whatever you want. Yeah, See, I'm too stuff. I'm too dumb and not I cannot figure out like like Chris Pondy built you know this right? He built yeah. a working robot. <laughs> okay, okay, that's not true. He built he built a robot out of Legos. Okay, it, it didn't like walk on its own and talk and yeah. stuff. It transformed from a robot into an airplane and to like a car. And he just what? did that on his own from his brain. Yeah, yeah. That's I don't have crazy. a, I don't have a brain I, like that. What on earth? I always said he should work for Lego, right? Yeah. But so I always had to rely on the, the instructions yeah. to build it. What and about make your it. I would do the same game? thing. Yeah. So back for for board games when I was young, really the the main ones that I played were like Rummy Cube, and um, Cranium. Like when I was a kid, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Stupid, boring stuff. Nelly, what do you got? Um. I don't, I mean, I can't even think of like a single toy that like really stands out. That didn't vibrate. I played like, (laughs) I played like Barbies and I had a lot of stuffed animals. I really enjoyed collecting Mm -hmm. pogs. Oh, yeah. I had like a sweet collection. Did you have like the tube of pogs? And you're like, oh, I got a cool slammer. I had this big metal slammer. Yeah. I was really into the eight ball ones. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. I had one that said my name. Did you actually play though? No. (laughs) <laughs> I think it was more of a collecting. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was a collecting thing. No, but people in our school would play. Yeah. And the way to play is if you lose, you lose all your pogs. Yeah. And the winner takes your pogs. Yeah, fuck yeah, that. No, I'm not playing. Yeah, no, no, I don't no. play that game. Uh, but no, the game, actually, I still have a lot of the games from when I, that I liked when I was a kid. I really liked Outburst, and I really liked Scategories. You're not saying the one that you always talk about being a yeah. favorite game. Well, because nobody would freaking play that one with me. Yeah, but it's still your favorite. You just play by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know it. You're right. Red, blue, yeah. pink, yellow. Damn it. Again, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> so, so I asked that. What's your favorite toy game, whatever, when you were um, a kid? And I got some really cool answers. And I also, I'm going to have more conversations with some of these people because I got a lot of good ones. But I could tell at some answers it brought back some like happiness, right? Of like thinking yeah. about your childhood and thinking about who you played this stuff with. So yeah. mine, I had, again, it's nothing like specific, but I had this like box where I just called it like my box of guys. And it was just like a bunch <laughs> yeah, of like G.I. Joe's. G.I. dudes, yeah. right? Yeah. They were like like with. wrestling oh, like action figures <laughs> yeah, like, and like oh, yeah. just random stuff. And then in any situation, you could just take out two and they would fight each other or they would mm-hmm. be superheroes or whatever. So that's, that Ninja was like- Ninja Turtles, oh my god. Yeah, they're full of Ninja oh, Turtles or Transformers or just like- Transformers, He-Man. Yeah. I had like all that, all them toys, like the, the uh, what was the one? All them um, toys. I had all them toys. What was the, oh, there was like this, it's like outer space one with this bird. 
Oh, star, star, something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I don't remember what it is. Somebody out there in the whatever sphere, the podcast sphere. Let me know what the heck it was. Is it Voltron? Mm-mm. Oh, that's all I got. Okay. Okay. I'll what start. You, why is your eyes like it's that? Not, it's going. not Voltron. No, it's not Voltron. It's not Voltron. Oh, okay. Um, Ryan's doing something weird. Okay. Oh. So Jeez. there's a big spider oh. over there. Oh, where? Oh, by Natalie. It's fucking huge. <laughs> nice. It's a daddy Where is it at? Leg. It's fucking it's huge. Like right above the, the guitar over oh. there. I just know. I'm like, his eyes just went I know. big. And I'm like, like what? we're not going to notice that. <laughs> I know. Ryan all of a sudden gets silent. His <laughs> eyes go huge. Like, I saw it move and I was like, what <laughs> the fuck is that? <laughs> it's just like a daddy long legs, I think, but. It was freaking me out. Okay, favorite toy, favorite game. Uh, Swoozle chimed in, and he loved playing this game with his grandparents. It's called, I'm going to sound it out here. Okay. Bauernschnupzen. 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 What does that mean, He said it's a a game that, like, is just kind of played in Austria, and it reminded me of something like we play like Euchre. Euchre is kind of like a Michigan Midwestern sort of thing. It's a two-versus-two trick-taking game, and I was like, yeah, it's maybe kind of like Euchre. Bauernschnupzen. And he remembers playing with his grandparents, which I think was kind of cool. Okay. So apparently, if you live in Austria and you're not Swoozle, maybe you played that. We're still worried about the spider. Natalie keeps checking. Yeah, by. she's like, checking well, every yeah. he's almost to the ground. What if he crawls over and climbs up my leg? He might. Oh, you can say hello. Yeah. I'll okay. Homemade. Maybe he, has a, maybe he has a favorite toy when he was a kid. He wants. Yeah. To see. yeah. That's why he's coming down. I got something. <laughs> if it gets yeah. dead fly. Spider web. Dead fly. I ate them all. The greatest if it gets toy. Close to me, I'm gonna kill it. So oh. if you don't want it to be killed, you better take care of it. That's not cool. take care of it. All right. Fine. All right. Go homemade on. soda. <laughs> Who has chimed in recently in the inbox with some like amazing answers? Homemade yeah, soda. Um, he had this guy called Sucker Man. Have you ever heard of Sucker Man? No. Okay, it's like I had to Google it, and he sent me a picture it of it. It's like this green. Again, think of like an action figure, maybe like a foot tall. It's this green thing, and it's made of like rubber, and it's there's suction cups yeah, so all over his wall. body. And I asked him, I was like, "Did you just like chuck it at everything?" He was like, "He's like, dude, I threw it at everything when I, I was just five. Typed in suckers. And then, <laughs> and then he said his mom threw it away three times, and they lived in this townhouse, and he would go into the dumpster and fish it out. <laughs> so every time his mom threw it away, he would go get it. Oh, this is cool. Okay. Um, yeah, it's this. like cool. yeah. So you just throw it; it would just stick to things. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, that's cool. That's he cool. also answered that his favorite toy was and will always be his penis. Oh, oh hey. so that makes sense. Wow. Um, why not, right? It's a toy. Well, <laughs> it's definitely a toy. That's <laughs> something to play with. You have one shape like one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, but that's a toy. Um, <laughs> it has batteries. <laughs> uh, both Frank and Dice oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, our good friend Kim, who is also very active on the Discord. Yes. She is awesome. Hey, Kim Rap. Um, both loved these Mighty Max. Do you remember oh, Mighty hell Max? Oh, yeah. Mighty Max was, was like, shit. Do you remember Mighty Max? Do you know Polly Pocket? Yeah. Mighty okay. Max is, this is was, Polly Pocket for boys. I yeah, it was like mark. It was marketed as the Polly Pocket for boys. Yep. So yeah. it would be like, again, you could put it in your palm and you open it up and it was like, like a skull or like a hand. The skull is the one I had. Yeah. I, I'm seeing one on here. It looks like a spider, which would be cool. Yeah, so they opened up and inside there was like a scene, right? Like some sort of, and you move these little tiny, it was like, again, yeah. it was exactly like Polly Pocket, but it was aimed yeah, at like, boy Polly Pocket for boys. yeah, exactly. Um, measles. I'm gonna mispronounce probably the the second part of this, but the uh, this this kind of structure called the guns of Navaron, Navaron, it might be Navaron, guns of Navaron. But it's like Never this. I looked up. It's this badass looking like tower. It looks like guns of Navaron. Um, this, if you thought of like the Dark Tower from the board game, and it like opened up almost, and inside there was like t- type in like toy. Guns like, of Navaron. That's a movie, I think. Yeah, but type in like the toy. Toy. 
So probably Guns of Navarone. Ooh, yeah, this it's looks like cool. really cool. It's, it's like, like the Dark Tower. Yeah, it's like the Dark Tower that opens up and there's like stuff inside of it. And he's I, I, measles was telling me uh, him his uh, friend. I don't know if it's friend or brother. Um, that they would like, they had two of them and they would like fight each other, you know, have these yeah. like, kind of cool, like, oh, that's cool battles. So that's pretty that cool. Looks sweet. Um, gateway gamers podcast hey. likes the two XL robot. You remember that guy? Two XL robot. You'll know it as soon as you pull it up. I definitely have never, remember I've that guy a million times. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So this guy has like this, he looks like a, a generic, like robot that you would draw in like the eighties and nineties. And then in the front, like a tape in there has a tape player and okay. it would come with different, you could buy different tapes and it would like ask you questions. It would like tell a story that asks you questions about like what went on and you, there was like buttons on it to respond to the different questions. That's it's kind cool. of a cool, that looks wow. like I'd look. um, <laughs> yeah, it was like a cool toy. So, um, it's got batteries, so now boards on tables. Um, played Earthbound on the Super NES, nice, that's um, a, which is a great one. That was one of the first games me and Bill ever played together, yeah. And then, uh, so both boards on tables and QVO games also play with Power Rangers, which I was into the Power Rangers as well. I missed the Power Rangers, I, I think was, I was too old, I guess. Yeah, I, did, I, did I think not, it probably missed you. Yeah, I, don't, I did not see one episode of the Power Rangers, yeah. Although Bill's older than me and he loved the Power Rangers, so I don't know. Bill likes a lot of things that are meant for children children <laughs> yeah. um in a normal way not like i'm, I'm, yeah. I'm making it sound like a freaky <laughs> like weirdo a way. Yeah. i didn't watch like the a freaky power weirdo. rangers but i had the pink power ranger barbie kimmy yeah that's kimmy. all i know i know her name is kimmy that was oh, everybody's yeah. like first crush yeah. as like i missed her though as Damn. like kids growing up um the cp wilson played with ryan's gonna know this one the technodrome oh hell yeah the technodrome was yeah, sweet yeah baby so the technodrome funny like i, I grew up it was just me and my sister. I don't know any of these you don't know the technodrome? If no. you looked at this, these are some things that... You, do you know the 2XL robot? No. Nope. L- look that up. You might okay. know that one. The technodrome is like... Think of like the Death Star, but it's in... It's, it's in for Teenage Turtles. Mut- yeah, it's yeah. in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and it would open up. And inside, again, there's just a bunch of stuff inside that you would move around. But he said he played with Teenage Mutant Turtles and G.I. Joes and like, yeah, in that too. thing, of right? Of course. So it's like that was the... Uh, yeah, I don't know about this technodrome. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't uh, know about my that cousin technodrome. had the technodrome. I knew GI Joes and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Transformers and stuff. Like I got that. some other ones. You're, you'll you'll Ninja know some of these. So Day Night Dice uh, played the board game from the '70s Payday. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah this is cool. Cool. Um, I don't know who responded. It might be Emily. Uh, she said we were weird. Playing, yeah. playing Payday from Sounds the Sounds like an, an Emily thing. Yeah. yeah. Bad, own it. bad board game covers probably would have got along with Ryan as kid. Played Connects and Lego. Oh, nice. I played Connects actually. Yeah, Connects is cool. Uh, the McMeeples. Sam said he's really lame and just play with a soccer ball. That's lame. That's lame, dude. That's really boring. Is he just trying to be like, oh, I'm so good at soccer. I'm, I'm a sports Look man. how good I'm I soccer. Uh, I, I, I just crap when I was young. Uh, I played soccer I feel yeah. bad for him. His only toy was a soccer ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Did Michaela? you know that, Michaela? Did you even know yeah. that? What if it was winter? <laughs> what if it was winter? You can play indoors. Yeah. You can hacky sack it. Michaela played Pokemon Sapphire. Ooh. I didn't really play a lot of Pokemon, so I don't really know what I played that is. the original one on the Game Boy. But Michaela... Uh, Sam might have said this about Michaela, but I guess she would help uh, like the the second grade boys help at the level because she was good at it. So she would like that was her in to maybe talk oh, to the boys. Oh damn! And then they had a crush on her. Yeah, they did. Miss French Toast playing with Polly Pocket soccer balls. Oh, the Mighty Max, uh, the girl yeah. Mighty yes. Max. I'm she also you. said she played slaps, which I don't know if that's like slapjacks or Is it those slaps bracelets? or something. Those bracelets. Oh. I don't know. She told me she sent me a message. She was like, it "Has a nine point on BGG. I can't even oh, find slaps it. Slaps is an game. actual game, and it's also and she was like, just ignore that it has one rating. When I typed two in Slaps, the bracelets came Yeah, the bracelets I'm going to type up. it in, B- in BGG. Slaps. Slaps. Um, Oreos are life. Oh, I see yes. slaps. Oh, yeah, that's uh, Roberto's... Um, yeah, and this fiance. is like slapjack. Fiance. Yeah, yeah. Fiance. So, My fiance, the poor baby. Um, Oreos are life played this game called Mother's Helper board game. It looks like a shoots and ladders. I kind of like okay. 
looked it up. I really have no idea anything about it. Uh, but it, I just think that that's cool that like, I don't know nothing about that game. And she, that was like the game that she remembered as a kid. I don't know nothing about this game. I don't know nothing about this game. That was like the game she remembered playing with her grandparents. I just think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Even though I've like never friggin' heard of that What's thing. What's it called again? Yeah. Mother's Helper. Mother's Helper. Is it even on BGG? I don't know. Okay. Um, Haskell Jr. played Pirate Lego. Love that. <laughs> also, uh, real quick, by the way, I, yeah. I when I talked about Oreos in our life, her name is Kate. Kate, yeah. yeah. I called her Roberto's fiance. Yeah. Oh, Oreo, that's Roberto's fiance. Yeah. Her name yeah. is Kate. Okay. No. Uh, yeah, okay. And, yeah. and sheer boredom is Kate's fiance. That's what we'll that's do. That's what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. we'd bring up sheer boredom. That's, that's Kate's fiance. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that, Kate. Amera Trash Talk. Josh played with G.I. Joe's. Uh, May played with Puppy in My Pocket. Do you know what that is? Puppy in no. My Pocket. Okay. Who, it, they're who just like small like ass dogs. A, a no, they're like tiny dogs. Puppy in, puppy my, in pocket. my pocket. Yeah, I kind of look. They're just like small dogs. They came in like a little bag you. or like a little plastic thing, and they Why were just like tiny dogs. I've never played. I didn't hear of these. Give me a little oh, yeah, I've never heard of them either. Like so thing. I had to look it up. But yeah, just tiny little dogs. Yeah, they're just little dogs. I yeah. would have liked those. <laughs> Which I guess makes sense. They're called these are, Puppy These in are my like pocket. the old school uh, Shopkins. Yeah, you know, that's or, what it reminds me of. Or what, the Hatchimals. That's what these are. A dog-powered vehicle, um, who we love over here and yeah, love always contributes. Thanks. Uh, played with Ryan. You're going to like this one. The Castle Grayskull. <laughs> yeah, played with Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you didn't He-Man know that? stuff? Yeah, the Castle Grayskull from He-Man, mm, mm-hmm. which is sweet. It's, again, it's just like it's just, this. It's cool. It's a big thing, Natalie, that opens up and has stuff inside. Gotcha. And that's like, that's how you that was the, the majority of like, well, yeah, your if you dad, were a stereotypical boy. I'm wasn't Hot Wheels. Ooh. I, did, I, mean, I did love my Hot Wheels. But I remember having, but only yours and an not emotional the reaction. Don't open he his. didn't have him back then. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was not. Really. He did not collect so until I was later older. In life. Yeah, when I was like in college, he started collecting. <laughs> That's why it was so funny and ridiculous. Because we were like, what his retirement plan? Like I was like, I have two boxes of Hot Wheels yeah. and He's like, yes, I do. <laughs> Which I got back and gave him to Cameron. But um, no, I just remember having like an actual like out of because I played with every. I mean, all the toys that everybody had when they were a young, yeah, a young kid from my generation, toys. I had all of them, right? Yeah. But my favorites were those Mtron and Blacktron Legos because they just yeah. seemed like they were like the nicest ones. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Plurpy. What up? Um, Plurpy also was the 2XL robot. He liked the 2XL robot guy. Um, and oh, found this familiar. found this online, this like full emulator you can play. You can the just play. Tapes? Yeah, you can, you know, all the tapes are there. <laughs> the Plurpy the tapes. tapes. <laughs> the Plurpy tapes sounds yeah. like a scandal yeah. from like 20 years ago yeah. from yeah. Plurpy's life. Uh, Watergate, it's uh, Plurpy. Oh, the Plurpy tapes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a couple Plurpy. more. So, Adversary Gaming Collection, who I think is new to the inbox, so welcome. Uh, played hey. Chess and Risk. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, cool. okay. I played both of those and as well. And also toys, played Lego, Tech Decks, and Finger Bikes. I had Tech Decks. Ooh, Finger, finger Bikes. Oh, wait, I had. Did you have familiar. Tech Decks where they were like no. finger skateboards? I never like had. small finger skateboards. I've seen people, I didn't yeah. have them, but I've seen people play with them. I, I, I didn't I have them either, but I, uh, yeah, Finger Bikes are a similar thing. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, both so like tiny finger. little things that you just flick around. You do like, <laughs> like skateboard tricks with your fingers. Yeah. So like this guy's leg. real good with his fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How'd you do that? Well, I was really good at tech I was really when good. I was really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I felt great. Uh, that was my finger bikes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas over in Germany, our buddy. Uh, so he played with Lego, but he sent me a message, and they maybe they call them this there, Lego Stones. Lego Stones? Instead of like... Because I think like people like, call like them bricks, bricks here, right? Bricks. But Lego stones. So maybe maybe the maybe it's translation. Yeah. Or in Germany, maybe that directly translates to Lego stones. I typed in Lego stones and nothing comes up. In <laughs> yeah, but you call them Lego stones. So he said he just had like a bazillion of them, like a bucket of fucking Legos. Okay. Yeah. Right? Which is kind of yeah. what, what I had too. Yep. Yeah. A bucket of fucking Legos. Yep. <laughs> Trivia Geek played uh, this card game called Millie Borns. Yeah. Mill- Millborns. 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 Yeah. I never played that game. I had yep. no idea. Me either. Uh, I think Bill had it forever and Millborn? just traded it away. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. He said he played with his grandma. His grandma taught him how to play and then never let him win. 
His grandma played and then just crushed him Good. every time. That's what you do. Which was cool. And then when he finally wins. Yeah. Nestor played with Voltron, who cool. is awesome. Also cool. played Tetris on the Game Boy. Oh, yeah. Game Boys were fun. Yeah. Ga- yeah. <laughs> Geek so, Chic. Silverhawks. And then uh, we'll end with Geek Chic. Sorry, Kelly uh, played Spyro. On, Ooh, okay. Like, video game. I don't yeah. know if that the was. Dragon? Spyro was the Dragon? Was that PlayStation first? Spyro the Dragon? Sp- yeah, Spyro. Oh, Spyro. Is that like a video game? Um, but but yeah, it's a video Silver game. Silverhawks is what I was trying to think of earlier. Oh, Silverhawks. Oh, and that was a okay. show, and I just played with. I had all the Silverhawk um, toys, and I played with those two. Yeah. That's, it was cool. So nice. Think about what game you played. Let me know if you. If my I missed favorite you. one was the box of guys. Yeah, that's my. That was mine. Box, <laughs> box of, of guys. Yeah, just box of guys. Yeah, I remember. Guys. So this is a goofy story. So my, I had an aunt that uh, lived in Connecticut, and my uncle lived in Connecticut. They, they've recently moved here. But um, one Thanksgiving, we would drive. We drove out there a lot of times for holidays. And one time, I left my bucket of guys there. Oh no, the <laughs> and guy it was bucket. Like, and my, you know, my mom tells the story. I was like too young to really, but it was apparently like the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Your life was, it was over. like, oh my god. Oh my Thankfully, gosh. I think like my her mom was going out there or something at some point, and they just brought him back. So I was only I was only guyless for like a week, but that's still, good. it was like Natalie's bucket of guys would be like a bunch of Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> <laughs> just hot ripped dudes, yeah, just hot yeah. ripped guys, yeah. That so yeah, that's, that's the inbox. Guy. I'm surprised we didn't get any like Nerf or Super Soakers or stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I had toys. Nerf I had like the cheap Super Soaker that has like the one thing. You know, the I didn't have anything like soakers. really awesome. Yeah, oh yeah, just the one barrel. Yeah, the one barrel and I you had. like pump it like yep. 30 yeah. times, gets yep. like squirt once. I also always wanted but never had a wrestling buddy. Oh, you my friend those? Chad had wrestling Wait, buddies. Yeah, yeah, those were so cool, but never actually got What's to play with one. Buddy? It's literally just a pillow. It's like a, it's like a oh. short. Yeah, it's got these arms. A short version of like Hulk Hogan or yeah. you know the Incredible. Gotcha. And you, yeah, you literally just like just the Ultimate Warrior. That, yeah, that it was like a Stretch Armstrong type thing yes. where you like pull the exactly body, what it is. Stretch Armstrong. Limbs. That's Stre- what it is. No, yeah, Stretch Armstrong yeah. is is a thing. I know, but like, that's not a wrestling buddy. Right, like the thing I'm thinking of isn't Stretch Armstrong, but it's like that. Oh, um. There, I had my friend had a Stretch Armstrong, like an actual, like, yeah. like the, the brand name Armstrong. one. <laughs> Alabama man, awesome! That's yeah, so good, that was cool. That's a good inbox. That was fun. Thanks. It's now time to take out our aggression, office space style, on an unsuspecting jamming printer in the middle of a field in slow mo. In this episode's board game beatdown. Today's board game beatdown. I decided to beat down one of Ryan and Jeff's favorite games. Shit. We're going to get pissed. I'm going to get so fucking angry. <laughs> what is it? kind of more relevant last week, but whatever. I'm still doing it. It's ranked 424. Got oh any guesses? God. Hold on, hold on, hold ranked on. Ranked 424. What a game do we Relevant love? last week. What yep. did we play last week? What did we play last week? Uh, pictures. Uh, medium. No. Uh, Barnes and Noble. <laughs> probably Barnes and Noble. I can't Noble. think on the spot. Hunter Yeah. No, that's Ryan's no, that's just game. me. Do we already? No, Hunter Jonica is way higher than that. Ah, what is it? Damn it! It's Lords of Vegas. I told you, man. That game's so good. You better not beat this shit down. <laughs> and um, that's the end of the board game beatdown. <laughs> what is next? We are not allowing any of this to happen. Well, it's happening. Okay. Right, what do these fucking <laughs> losers have to say? So yeah, this game. I wrote down. So the reason I I picked this was because we played it during awesome. Jeff's mini nerd fest. And or I played it. Jeff played it too. Um, I can play. This game is very much based on luck. Um, it's about Vegas and gambling, yep. and you can't go into this game thinking you have much of a say in the outcome because everything you built can be taken away in an instant. instant. And I realized Vegas, this baby. when I played it, 
that I have to play it with the right group and go into it enjoying like the crazy moments and not focusing on winning. Yep. So basically, I wanted to see what other people have to say about it, but more specifically, the ones who rated it the lowest. Uh, (laughs) All right, big dummies. Let's hear you guys. So John Craven said, "Way too much luck in this game." Yep, agreed. Smokey Joe says, "Oh, that was it, huh? Was it? All right, John. I guess I can't. Yeah, Yeah, cool. Nice one. What else you got?" Smokey Joe says, "Terrible. Entirely based on luck, giving a huge advantage to whomever draws the right cards or rolls the best dice. Totally overruling any strategy you might try and play, leading only to massive frustration and." Utter randomness. If you go into the game thinking you're going to have a strategy that's going to do anything, what was you can play name? the odds. Smoky that is Joe. all you can do. Do you go to the casino also and be like, yeah. well, I was playing blackjack and I, the odds I, are not I had this really good strategy and then it got ruined because the cards turned out the wrong way. Yeah, shut up, Smokey You should Joe. know that. If you're going into this game, you can't have a strategy. About Vegas. My strategy is to roll sixes every time. Yeah. It's Vegas, baby. That's Stupid what you get. Mother- Four Corners says, awful. Random die rolls, random card draws, rich get richer nightmare that's not even that short. That's Vegas, baby. That's Vegas. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I'm not going to disagree with these things, but I, they I dis- don't like the randomness. I disagree with their mentality. I understand not liking it for the ran. I guess what I don't understand is the like, game is expect? called Lords of gambling. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not you should not ever go into this game thinking like, okay, last time I didn't roll enough fives. Yeah. This time I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I roll this those fives. This is what I'm going for. Last I'm time going for six. Tivoli didn't come out. Let's go for Tivoli yeah. this time. Like that's not gonna work, dude. I think they're playing it with losers. These people are playing with yeah. non-fun losers. Right. Aaron Pound says, this game is garbage. Actually, calling it a game is elevating it beyond what it really is. If you want the Lords of Vegas experience, just go get some six ciders and give everyone one. Everyone roll, and the person with the high roll wins. There, you've had the entire Lords of Vegas experience and saved yourself an hour. Shut up, Aaron. Wow. First of all, the game takes a lot longer than wow, an hour. An hour. Good for <laughs> you can get through Lord of the Vegas in an hour. That's, that's why it sucked for them. They didn't do any reorganizing. Get a bunch of six ciders. <laughs> six ciders. Nice. Aaron Pound. That's who Aaron Pound. Moramis says total luck fest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. mean, I can't argue there. What's your problem? This board gamer fest. says. Board oh. gamer. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, this, well, we got to listen to this guy. He this is, is the original. board gamer. <laughs> when the dice behave, this game will be fine. Oh, when they don't, you will have your position destroyed by luck. I won't play this again. Which is amazingly fun. That's what's because fun about it. What he didn't say is, and then the next time, you'll be the one yeah. doing it to yeah. them. Matello says, just too much <laughs> randomness. The whole game feels like you're trying to battle the randomness instead of planning and strategy to win the game. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's Vegas, baby. I can see why people could enjoy it, but just not a game for me. I, okay, there. I guess there is... Strategy is the wrong word, I think, to use, maybe. Maybe that's what people are getting upset about because they're like, okay, I'm currently the boss of this three-tile casino. I'm going to now expand this and have this amazing six-tile casino that no one's going to touch, and I'm going to go crazy. But that's not how any game is played. Think of Carcassonne. You have this kick-ass city you're building. Somebody else can randomly draw the tiles, and then they can get into your city and take it over, and you score nothing. It's the same thing with this game. If I I have this three-tile casino or four-tile casino that's mine... The other players are going to be like, well, we can't just let him score all those points. Let's try to get into that casino and repaint. You know, there's a bunch of really cool things in this game that let you be clever inside of the randomness, right? Like, okay, Jeff just noticed that my casino was the, 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 somebody tried to become the boss. 
and it rolled a one, one, a three, and a four. I won it with a four. Jeff happens to own the lot right next to that casino that's yes. touching it. That's a five. So Jeff now goes, if I just build a one tile casino of that color, I now become the boss of that. And isn't that awesome? That's a cool awesome. turn for Jeff. Yeah, it kind of sucks because, oh, the random, oh, no, I just, I'm a four. Yeah. Jeff's a five next to it and he can build there. Yeah, it sucks for you. Think of how cool that is for Jeff. And that doesn't only happen to Jeff. That's going to happen to you on another another area. Or now you still have four of the five dice in that casino. Just pay, re-roll it, and chances are you're going to take the yeah. boss over again. I think it's like you don't just on your turn. So in Lords of Vegas, on your turn, you can control everything, right? You can make it feel random for everybody else, right? I, yeah. can, I can now re-roll I'm making five re-roll casinos if I want to. Yeah. I'm going to make you re-roll, and I'm going to change this and do this. I love that feeling, but to everybody else, it's like, oh, that's random. But yeah. of course, but on my turn, it might not be. You know, my turn, I'm I'm choosing what to do. Yeah, there's a, yeah. Lot, you have a lot of agency. It's not just, okay, it's my turn, now I roll a dice. It's your turn, you roll the dice. It's your turn, you roll the dice. Yeah. Like, yeah, when when the, the when Tivoli never comes up and you have, <laughs> you've got the gray, gray yeah. is Tivoli, right? You have yep. gray all over the board, like, okay, it's going to come up now because I'm never playing does. the odds and it never does. does. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that But yeah, sucks. I think it's a mentality thing. It's a, it's yeah, a mindset. How are you going is, into yeah. this game? Are you going into this game trying to beat Vegas or just enjoy the play? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the galaxy trucker mentality. Yeah, well, thanks a lot, board gamer. Okay, Stupid guys getting really gamer. worked up about this. Sorry about yeah. that. Touchstone the Fool says. Okay, we already know. Do you even have to read it? His name is Touchstone the Fool. Oh, yeah, he's a fool. He's nice. a fool. I realize I haven't updated this comment since the first time I played and have a few more since have had a few more since then. I really dislike this design. Stop playing it then, dumbass. And feel like Stupid I'm in the minority. The game is random and chaotic <laughs> and entirely too lucky for how long and intricate it is. The, la- the thing that gets me is that since these facets are nothing if not deeply thematic, lots of people seem to enjoy riding that whirlwind wherever it takes them. Oftentimes this means into the ground. I'm fine with that. That last sentence That's right. He's right has about slightly that. recovered him from being a stupid idiot. I mean, he's right <laughs> about that. That you ride the wave of the game. Yes. I guess most of these comments I can I can understand. Okay, I played this. I didn't realize this is how it was going to be. I don't enjoy the swinginess, yeah. the luckiness, right. the That's randomness. A more I don't of enjoy a, that. Uh oh, thundering outside. More of a, I don't want to say better, but a better opinion than just saying like you know well, if you're this, like, this game is sucks it's too, it's too lucky of that. but it's like That's clearly redonk. like obviously a lucky game anyways Ibashi says Ibashi. there was a serious debate tonight regarding the rating of this game after consulting the BGG rating guidelines I find oh my that my initial response of wanting to give this game a one was inaccurate I find this game to be extremely annoying as opposed to completely broken playing it felt like a chore and to be honest I've never seen such hostility during a game well, that's not the broken me- <laughs> the mechanics drive me insane you have the option of purchasing lots you randomly are assigned but have little to no chance of getting lots you actually want expanding by surging or trading comes at great cost and the only deals that hit the table were usually one-sided and done solely to attempt to screw a third party from being a casino okay that is just one maybe it was just the group we played with with none of of us are gamblers or so the theme was wasted on us about two-thirds of the way through my husband made the wise comment chinatown is such a better game once that was said it felt almost pointless to finish the game okay uh, there's a lot to unpack <laughs> in this one. First of all, nerd alert. Yeah. Read the first line of that again. Just read the very first line. There was a serious debate tonight regarding oh, the rating of this game. Come on. Oh, and then the next line. After consulting the BGG rating guidelines, I find that my initial rating guidelines. What a freaking dweeb, unless you're a listener. What a stupid dweeb. Oh, my God. Okay. I mean... 
Uh, okay. I, I, uh, just go on. I got two more. Just go on. See, Soren, I'm not a gambler. <laughs> I do not understand the pleasure gambling provides to some people. This game is all about gambling. Therefore, it is not surprising that I did not like it in the least. I agree with you. Okay, fine, loser. Move on. I agree with you. It's not surprising. If Play you don't like one. gambling, then you're not going to like this game. <laughs> yeah. called Lords of Vegas. <laughs> you're going to gamble. And last, Worker the Triangle Man oh, says. Worker placement. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a bunch of like the triangle gibberish man? you know triangle just like man, blah, 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 blah. yep that random beautiful game board awful board game <laughs> <laughs> beautiful game board it is a cool game board like, random yep it's that random <laughs> that's funny uh, it's not there's dice rolling like okay i get that you know when the lots come out it's random right when the cards come yeah. out that's random when the dice are rolled it's random but it's all odds it's not the only thing that's truly random i guess is the lots when the lot is drawn and it comes out yeah Yeah. okay you have there's literally no odds playing there until Mm -hmm. later in the game but when you're rolling dice to reorganize a casino you should be doing it unless it's a last ditch effort just to hopefully luck into it you know, you should be probably spending your money wisely enough that you think, okay, there's a reasonable chance that I could win this die roll. Yeah. I have two dice. Everyone else only has one. Yeah, there's six of us involved here, but I have a better chance than everyone else, okay? Mm-hmm. You're playing the odds there. Same with the way the casinos come out. We talk about like, oh, Tivoli never comes out, right? But I would still play that way every single game where if I if Tivoli is the least casino that's come up, I'm going to build Tivoli because the odds are best that it will come out next, right? right? Because there's less cards. A reasonable choice. I just don't understand how you could just be, well, it's just luck. It's like, yeah, okay. How many games? There's so many games that have luck that's even less mitigatable than this game. It's probably all that stuff's by people who got fucked over during the game. Yeah, and you're playing it with but people gotta, who are boring and suck and aren't getting into the game and having fun. Or people like only like games with no rank, with yeah, no luck. Natalie, even just from the one play we had, that, that elevated your thought of the game after our play, right? Yeah. And and not mean, to a level where you like it. Right. But like, I still came in dead last, but... But tied for I dead get, last. <laughs> I don't think so. But we I were all... She was like, alone for dead last. Yeah. I was like moving up the board quickly at the beginning and then just never got another point yep. again. Which, why did it happen to her? Oh. I know. But... Um, um, but I will say that my mind was changed a little bit just because I was going into it and realized during that play, like I need to have a different mentality. Like yeah, I shouldn't be like, yeah. I shouldn't get like butthurt. Yeah, like, just, oh, if I don't win this game, like, because I'm, you know, honestly, it's really just supposed to be about the experience. The next yeah. time crazy you play, moments. like, it's not like, like the next time you play, the luck could just go differently mm-hmm. and now you're winning. And yep. so like, right, exactly. I, you're of course going to have more fun when the luck goes your way. Of course. It's mm-hmm. going to be, it's not going to feel good when the luck doesn't go your way. It's just rare that the luck never goes your way. That's rare. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 also rare that the luck always goes your way. But like, uh, but that's well, Vegas, baby. Gotta, no, it's Vegas, the baby. Difference too <laughs> that's is the, the first time when I played it, um, I remember thinking like, I remember feeling stupid like, Clearly, I don't get this game, you know, like I did so bad. And now playing this time, I was like, okay, clearly, like I wasn't getting what this game was supposed to be about yeah, that yeah. first time, right. which it's is just probably why I didn't like it at all. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to get real out. amped So after up those here. stupid idiots, what are we doing next? Yeah. What's next? Chuck it, 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 chuck it,
That's right. We've grown to a halt with another right. association station, which Natalie oh called. Give me a little rap, and you're like, no, that's not what if it means. If you're unfamiliar with the association station, that means you're a new listener. So yay. So how it works is I get to try to get Jeff and Natalie to guess 10 games one at a time by saying some word or phrase that I think associates with the game in question. It's their job to figure out which game I'm talking about before the other, for example, Constantinople equals... Istanbul. Very good. Oh, okay, the, the bell is now equally in the middle between Natalie and I. <laughs> she doesn't even care. Natalie, you ready? Get that over here. <laughs> Are you guys ready to play the association station? I went really quick by that. Basically, I'm going to say a word or phrase that I think associates in some way to the game I'm trying to get them to guess. They have to interpret, based on the clue I'm giving, what game I'm talking about. Are we ready? Okay. Yeah. Number one. We haven't done this in a while, right? So let's. I know. So we're going to start with this one. This is going to be like, oh, who's going to get it first? Oh, God. Oh, boy. Or Here we go. not going to be Or enough. you're going to be like, what? We're Number one. Like, uh... Number one. Uh, de, cat, sank, cease. <laughs> Ooh, are we supposed way? to race to that it's one? The other way. I thought you were. Number one. Um... Uh, de, cat, sank, cease. Natalie. <laughs> the sunny game? Didn't you have something in mind? I was gonna say num -nums. Is it numbers, num -nums? but I realized the num game is called Number Nine. Oh, no, it's space. <laughs> number Nine. All right, should we move on? Um, I'll guess something. All right, Let me guess a French game called Trois. Correct. Oh. Uh, de Trois can't oh, say. Oh, I don't know French. Oh, did you leave something out? I left Trois. Oh. Uh, duh. I just went with French things. I cat just assumed cat was C. three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured everyone knew how to count the first five oh, numbers um, in, in yeah. French. <laughs> Ryan not only knows Germany, he knows French. This man is. Like I'm a worldly this scholar. Is, this is you impressive. know what I mean? I am uh, I'm very well traveled. I've banged a woman in every country. <laughs> this is not going well. Number I two. thought a game was called number. I'm like, oh, numbers. No, num num. I was about to say it. I was like, oh, no, that's not a thing. That's Uncle Jeff's stuff. No, that's <laughs> Number two, asking Benedict Cumberbatch for help. Oh man, um, what? <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. Asking Benedict Cumberbatch for help. You can ask him. Why Benedict Cumberbatch? He's pretty picky with his roles. He's Doctor Strange. Yeah, he's also Sh Sherlock Holmes. He's... Pet no, pet detective. <laughs> yes, Sherlock Holmes, pet detective. That gets it. Sherlock Holmes, pet detective. Yes, correct. Sherlock Holmes, yo, pet detective. Pet detective. Num num, num num, and Sherlock Holmes, pet detective. Sherlock Holmes, pet detective. Oh, I get man. so nervous. <laughs> that was, I get so nervous. You were already it's so funny because you were already locked in with your guest. You were like Sherlock Holmes. You had a second to pull together. Like he wasn't gonna jump no. out in front of you. <laughs> the pet detective. Well, you looked at me like there's more, and I was like, oh. There is more. I mean, there's a lot of games. There's Sherlock Holmes in title. So yeah. you consulting the because <laughs> oh, you, you were basically asking Benedict Cumberbatch for help. Yeah, boy. Because <laughs> your pet went missing. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta you find the Miami Dolphin dolphin. Bending over with his button and her. <laughs> oh, I played yeah. small the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> All right, number three. Oh my gosh. COVID 19. Oh, I don't know who that was. <laughs> it was Natalie. It was Natalie. Pandemic? Yeah. Pandemic. Correct. It was Natalie. It's such a side of the bell. Does that, does that comfort <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably still sad like, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> number four. Swanson? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jeff. Castles of Burgundy. Ain't. Eh. All right. Swanson? Nope. <laughs> I love when she <laughs> stares like directly into my soul. Because that one was like Ron Swanson, Ron right. Burgundy, like, Ron? Castles of no, Burgundy. No, that's a thought. Like eh, well, it wasn't great. Chicken broth. It wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, Swan. Chicken broth. Chicken broth. <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, Bring pet detective, <laughs> chicken broth. That's, that's chicken not broth. my guess. That's just <laughs> well, that's like it. a that's Swanson thing. Swanson? Nope. Swanson? Nope. Okay. Wait. Mm. Ron Swanson has a good mustache. He's in Parks and Rec. Ronald. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number five. Royal Headbone. Cool. <laughs> Royal Headbone. Royal Headbone. Royale Headbone. Natalie. Skull King? Yes! Skull King! <laughs> Correct. Oh, I just finished Very writing Royal Headbone. <laughs> Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> oh, good job, man. What was that one? Okay, Skull that was King. Skull King. I get it. Yes. <laughs> good one. I love when Jeff yeah. does that. He always is like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. yeah. All right, sense. number six. Jenna Fisher as Pam Beasley at the Pratt School of Design in the Big Apple. Ding. Jeff. A fake artist goes to New York. A fake artist goes to New York. Wow. I'm very proud of you Thanks. for that one. <laughs> that was, I thought, the hardest one in here. Very, right. very good. Do you understand it? I, Jennifer... I understand. Okay. <laughs> I get it. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes I understand. Yeah. Go. Well, he's like, do you get it? It's like, uh, he's going to explain it to you. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, happened. it was like kind of, I don't know. No, it... that was good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number seven. Go, 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 go. A coodle-doodle-doo. A coodle-doodle-doo. Chicha, 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 chicha. Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Oh, man. Well, I know all these things. I just got to put it together. I know what it is, but I, what is the game? Hmm. Should I do it again? Yeah, you should do it again. <laughs> Something with <laughs> chickens. Yeah, chickens. But it's also... Have you ever seen a chicken? Have you ever seen a chicken? Has anyone this family ever seen a chicken? Which one did I miss? I missed one. I said cuckoo cuckoo cuckoo. Oh yeah, a cuckoo cuckoo cuckoo. One of the cuckoo cuckoo cuckoo. A cuckoo cuckoo. But really, the one you need to that will give the, is a cuckoo cuckoo cuckoo. Hmm. I thought you got it. Rococo. Yes. Really? Because we were drinking Rococo. We kept saying Rococo cuckoo. Yep. Yep. Very good. All right. Number eight. This game reminds me of a West Side Story. Hmm. This game reminds him of a West Side Story. A West Side Story, like the Jets and the... Hmm. This game reminds me of... This game reminds me of a West Side Story. Is that a song lyric? Yes, it is, and I don't know who it's by or what it... the song name is. But maybe I'll think of it. Ready for number nine? Okay. Number nine. Okay, number nine. Wait. Okay. This game, I just want to write this. This game reminds me of a West Side Story. Damn. I feel like I should. What know song is this? Something. Sing it. Okay. I can't think of the. I can't think of that. Well, you know that sing part it. Of it. I'll no, sing it. No, if, no, I'll right. sing it later. Okay. okay. Um, number nine. Commerce for Natalie. Livonia for Jeff. Hmm. That's where you live, Natalie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I live too, but not commerce. Live in Livonia. That's what Ryan said. It's our hometown. 
No, it's not our hometown. It's where we live. Place of Residence. Is there a game called Place of Residence? Commerce for Natalie. Livonia for Jeff. Shoulder Bob hand movie. <laughs> bobbity bobbity <laughs> bobbity bobbity. Yeah. Um, first we'll do math. Science. Natalie. My city. My city. Oh. Correct. You know what's funny? It's over. There's never a um, illumination with Natalie. <laughs> Natalie's always like, what the fuck is it? Ding, my city. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Jeff's like, Jeff will at least be like, what is it? Oh, to talk okay, it all I get out. It. Boom. Like, Natalie's well, I like, I feel like I have to be I quick. I don't know. As soon as what I think of it, I gotta be, be like, there. Yeah. My city? As soon as you think of it, you gotta be like, pet detective. I gotta get it. You gotta get it fast. You gotta get it fast. Number 10. Natalie's destroying me. Is she? What's the score? It's five to two. Oh, my goodness. Well, at least they're. There's still two that you, neither of you have gotten. Yeah, so I'm going to take and the bell. Num- are you about to say number 10? That was nine. That was nine. Okay. One more. Yeah, no, this is 10. Yeah. This is 10. Yeah. Okay. So if Jeff gets this one and the other two, tie it up. Are we ready? Yeah. Number 10. Acoustic guitar, hoodies, fall, marshmallows. What? <laughs> Acoustic hoo-hahs. <laughs> oh. Acoustic hoo-hahs. Bonfire. Bonfire. I got In my head, I was like, very campfire. Good. I can't. Yes, mm. campfire. I know, yes. but I didn't put bonfire right. in campfire. Okay, so it's now like, it's five to three. Oh, man. So if Jeff gets these other Ooh, two, so Swanson? what are the two we missed? Okay. Nope. Swanson. Oh, nope. but you already asked that one. Oh. Answered that one. Yeah. You haven't done that yet. Okay. Swanson. Nope. Did you say, did you guess something for Swanson? Nope. If she doesn't get it wrong, then you guys can both come back in. Uh, and then the last one was, um, this game reminds me of a West Side Story. It's a freaking song, and I can. Oh, I know the. Song? I know the tune of it. You do? Yeah. Okay, what? that. Sing it. No, no, no it's gonna help that. you. That. You sing. I'm already it. losing. <laughs> yeah, we need to give Jeff all the. No, you don't get shit. Okay, we'll come back to those. Okay, uh, if you guys get any of those, by the way, just shout them out. Okay. Right. You know that'd be fine. So for the top five this episode, we took whoa, to whoa. Patreon, and I okay. made a poll on Patreon, and I let our patrons pick the top five, and what did they pick this time? One of uh, what I think the funniest lists we're going to have is, because I don't know if Natalie's going to know a single solitary one of these. (laughs) (laughs) This is our top five favorite expansions. Okay? This is our top five favorite expansions. Let's go Jeff, me, Natalie for this one. I'm going to end with Natalie here. Um, Jeff, feel free to preamble away. I got Swanson note, but I can't ring in, so I'm going to wait for you to miss it. Or you should just not do it, and then I can't ring in. (laughs) That's true. Yeah. I'll let... I think I kind of said the answer earlier. Yes. I'll just say Swanson's chicken broth so that he can say it. <laughs> You're just letting him yeah, Well, I might get it I wrong. But say this. Nope. Spell, okay. n- spell nope differently. Oh, Parks. It's Parks, right? Yeah. It's Parks. Yeah. It's Parks. You can have that. Oh, thanks. Okay, we'll get that to Jeff. So now it's 4-4. Four, four. No, 5-4. I mean, you oh, five four. Now it's 5-4. Oh, so okay, what are we only doing? one more you didn't get. Oh yeah! Join our Patreon. Yeah, oh. so we're doing our oh, yeah, top, top five, five favorite expansions. West Thank you, patrons, story. for uh, voting this as the list you wanted to most see us do or hear us do in this case. Yeah, on episode seventy-two. So Jeff, go ahead and preamble away with your top five, your number five expansion. So I think there are a lot of good ones. I think that a good expansion for me is something that is uh, put in the game quickly. Um, that is something that enhances the gameplay. Um, but also doesn't give me like an entirely new game necessarily or like here's 30 extra boards and here's this, you know, I want something that makes the game more streamlined, better. Um, maybe if you've played the game enough, gives you more options. Um, my number five is 
the Viticulture Tuscany Essential Edition expansion. That is a very popular expansion. Yeah. So that one, I think, I don't love the game Viticulture. Uh, I, we played it, I've played it three, three-ish times or so. So Devin and I played it once, just... Vanilla? Vit- yeah, Viticulture Essential Edition, which oh, okay. adds the mamas okay. and the papas. Yep. A couple things from... Because they've had... Because that was a in goofy the original amount, Tuscany. Yeah, a goofy amount of... of Editions and essential editions. The Tuscany, what it adds is it adds different types of workers. So your workers can do special things or more things on the board, which is awesome. Um, but again, that doesn't like change the rules much. It's just you have a different worker that can go on a different spot to do more things, right? But it doesn't change how the gameplay. And then the best thing about Tuscany, in my opinion, is you're placing worker. It's a new board, and you're placing workers in all four seasons instead of just two seasons. Okay. And it really just makes the game, in my opinion, playable. I would never play Viticulture vanilla or just regular essential edition ever wow um that's bold if if i'm ever going to play viticulture again which i'm sure i will um i'm playing it with tuscany if i'm ever introducing it to someone tuscany will already be in there um it's just it it makes the game feel complete and go this is the game that should be played here's here's the game right Mm -hmm. so it's my number five very good Wow. Okay. Number five for me. Well, first of all, before I, I talk about this, this is a, I agree with Jeff on a lot of what he said about what he uh, likes in an expansion. I typically do not play with expansions, honestly, as I always find that I don't ever play the base game enough to necessitate needing to expand. Okay. Um, there are certain exceptions to that rule. There's games that I love that I'll just buy expansions for. But I typically find that when I play a game, which I have like five or six expansions to, I just don't ever do them. Like we just played Teotihuacan, uh, you know, with Sam. And I mean, part of that was because Sam was playing with us. But I have a, every expansion that's been released for that. We didn't play with any of them. We just played with the vanilla game. And I would play with the vanilla game 15 times before I would ever need to, to, to go further with it, I think. Mm-hmm. So an expansion that's great for me is one, uh, Jeff's talked about this. It's one that really doesn't add much rules overhead it just gives you more options okay like one of the actually one of the Teotihuacan expansions which is really good is it just adds more of those um, those technology tiles yeah and that's it's that's nothing there's no rules additions there it's just you you can just trade them out or like the Agricola all creatures big and small expansion just has a bunch of new buildings and there's expansions great great stuff like that so for number five for me, uh, this is one that fits almost this exact thing, and it's the Kingsburg expansion called To Forge a Realm. So this introduces like four or five different modules, but they're all like nothing to add in. They're like awesome expansion modules that are just like basically more of the same and a very small minor tweak to the existing rule set. It doesn't do much to it. And I think if you play Kingsburg enough, getting this, I, this is one of those expansions where I would never play without it. Yeah. I'm only going to play with it. Yeah, that's you like know. all my list are, are games like that. Yeah. Like, they're no they're always in the box. They're that. in the box, ready to play. It just is, is the way you set it up. I would say if you were to buy Kingsburg now, it's an old game now, and if it's still available, I would say buy Kingsburg with the To Forge a Realm expansion. There might even be a new version of Kingsburg that was released that comes with that expansion. I think so. In, bundled in it. And if it does, that's the way the game should be designed, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so that's my number five. Kingsburg, To Forge a Realm. Natalie, what about you? What's your number five? Yes, yes. This is great, yes. yes. Well, is there an expansion for Gloomhaven? <laughs> Basically. Natalie, tell us five expansions. <laughs> Let me yeah. give you my preamble. Okay. <laughs> when they said this was going to be our top five. I said 
fuck, fuck, I was fuck, like, yeah. well, fuck. I'm not sure I can name five expansions. <laughs> and so I decided not to look anything up and just yes. try to. My top five will be expansions that I have even know about. Expansions <laughs> <laughs> that I have even yeah. know about. <laughs> there's like a I lot of go to there. There's a lot of there. games where like. I know it has an expansion, but that's like as far as it goes, you know. So I don't know what is actually yeah. the expansion <laughs> right, content. Exactly. Yeah, I get it. So some of these, I know what the expansion is. I don't <laughs> really know the names or anything. Or if you've played it. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> here we go. Welcome to the roller coaster. Oh, please. <laughs> My number five, number five is Castles of Burgundy has an expansion that gives you extra boards. <laughs> Oh, the, the other boards. That's good. Right? Is that true? Yeah, the extra boards expansion from Castle of Burgundy. There's like eight <laughs> or nine expansions from Castle of Burgundy, and most of them come with extra boards. Let me tell you what's a better one. The trade routes in Castle of Burgundy is a great one. I don't think you guys have played with that. No. But that's no, an awesome expansion okay. addition to so, that game. Very cool. There's my number yeah, that would, that's probably some extra boards. That's a good answer because it, doesn't, really, it doesn't like change the rules <laughs> yeah. a ton. It just gives yep, you a you little bit more of challenge. Thank you. An expansion. My number four. four. My number four is the Lords of Waterdeep Scoundrels of Skullport. Good one. So the Scoundrels of Skullport expansion is necessary to take this game from um, an intro gateway uh, gateway sort of Euro game into a competitive game that I would want to play often. Agreed Um, completely. That cool mechanic of, of the risk and reward of getting these skulls is is what the game needed to to spice it up really yeah. um there's it comes with like two extra little boards but the boards are just more places to put your workers it's just a little bit more something and it, it has a cool a little bit extra feeling right there's more cards that get added to the game more buildings that get added this is something that i'll never play without plus there's those sweet decision points with the corruption or whatever that's yeah called. yeah do i take what i need because this this spot gives me everything i need but i get a Skull, which is now yeah. worth minus four points, could be up to minus ten yep. points if every people skull. people keep taking these, oh, shit. But maybe I have cards that put them back. Maybe or, I don't. You know, it's just a cool, it, it's, it creates another layer of decision that makes makes the game, I think, a little bit more for, for gamers. It's another game well. that I don't think I would play without that expansion. Yes. My number four is the Alien Frontiers Factions expansion. Again, I would never play I without that. Would be you on just your get list. this little uh, faction board, and it just gives you a little power. That you can take, and the other players can take it too. But if they do, they got to pay you something, right? They have to give you, or you get a benefit somehow from taking it. And it's just a little tiny little thing. It doesn't really add much at all. I mean, each board has its own little rule that you have to learn, mm-hmm. but it takes two seconds. And again, I don't think I would ever play this game without the faction boards. It just, it just fits very seamlessly into it. And that's mm-hmm. my number four. Natalie, what is the next expansion that you may or may not be able to? Play? <laughs> all right, my number four is an expansion. That is <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna say it. It's a Sagrada one that makes the game have extra players. <laughs> yeah, we've never the played five it. Five and six player <laughs> expansion. Player. <laughs> yeah, good, good yeah, answer. That's a good one. Good that answer. also changes the way you draft if you get five players, mm. um, because you can draft from your own separate dice pool instead mm. of the the snake drafting. Oh, right, so you could take cool. from the the main pile or from your own. So it's kind of cool. Sweet. We know, yeah, we haven't played with that. We have it. We haven't played with it. I have no idea. You I might have. So. Maybe you might have demoed it. At Gen, oh, okay. Or a Gen Con, we demoed it. Oh, once. that might have been it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Jeff. What's your number three? My number three. I think the two that I already said, Viticulture and Waterdeep, are probably the ones that I think enhances the game the most. But these are the three that I have left are ones that I love just adding to the game and are are like yeah. Yeah, anyway, uh, my number three is, might be different from your number three, but could be in the same game. Uh, the Orleon Trade and Intrigue expansion. Nice. So that one adds, it makes those goods that you're traveling around the map picking up uh, worth something, right? You're turning them in 
you have a path now. So I look at the map and I just don't go, all right, well, I'm going to go where all the most expensive stuff is. I, now I can create a path to then fulfill this trade card. The intrigue board that um, replaces the one from the base game is so much better and so much more interactive and ways to get those little you know, those little dudes and ladies that yeah. you need to score yeah. points. Uh, that That is something that I will... Again, always, always play, play with, with, always have in there. I know you guys love the other expansion. The Invasion expansion, um, which is my number six. Yeah, which I haven't played, but I have. Um, Got to play it. Oh, yeah. I want you to play it so bad. I want you to play it so bad. Okay, my number three is another one I'm sure Jeff would have guessed that I put on this list, and it is the Belfort Expansion expansion. Yeah. The expansion is actually Best called name. the expansion yeah. expansion, <laughs> which is super cool. And again, it has something that I love, which is similar to the... Um, Alien Frontiers factions where you get your own power. In Belfort, the expansion expansion, you get these assistants that you draft every turn, and they have a sweet power that uh, works differently depending on what phase of the game you're in. And it, I would never play without those again because they're just so fun and cool, and they create really good opportunities to catch back up if you're behind. Um, and it's just awesome. It does increase the length a little bit. Yeah, it does. Um, but I love it a ton, and that is the Belfort expansion expansion. Natalie... <laughs> Can you come up with another expansion? Yeah. Yes, I came up with an expansion for one of my favorite games, Quacks of Quedlinburg. I think it's called Witches. I think the it's the Witches Brew. It's like a Witches Brew or something. <laughs> it's called the Herb Witches. Herb Witches. Oh, yeah. Herb Witches. Yeah. Is that the one that has the thing at the bottom, the little track? Nope. Nope. Okay, that's well, just in the base uh, game. You just I don't know whether that one is a good one. It's called witches. I don't know what that one it has. Gives you different ingredients. There's extra like ingredients, different ingredients, but it also okay. gives you the, that uh, bronze, silver, and gold coin to yes. then spend okay. on the witch power. See, I know what it is now. Nice. The witch power is a cool. We do own that. So that's very good. That's a good one. Very yeah. Good. <laughs> All right, Jeff. What's your number? A witch's brew or something. Is it the, the one that you the, do this? Nope. Nope. The quacks. That was on my honorable mentions. I'm gonna talk about my favorite game ever, the Underwater City new discovery expansion cool i like for multiple reasons one they upgrade the piece of garbage board that came in the base game True. um which the the boards the dual layered boards are incredible and Way like the cooler. domes fit in there and the little tunnels fit in there and it just looks awesome uh what i like the most about this one is the kind of jump start mechanic that the game comes with and the new assistance so you get a card that starts the game in the base game it's kind of a boring everybody has the same one this one gives you a little bit of direction and it gives you a really cool power that you could probably do once every few turns right and then uh you get a little tile that that jump starts your economy and instead of playing in the first round you start in the second round um, which speeds the game up a little bit gives you stuff um to start the game and again a little bit of direction and that one i'll i'll always play with there's also this new discoveries board that board you remember cool. we played that yep. um it creates if you enjoy a race element which I, I kind of go back and forth of whether or not I, I love the new discoveries board, but it creates a race element. So the, the faster you get to certain points on your main board, the more bonuses you can get on this extra board. Um, overall, a very, very good expansion. Downside is it's it's just expensive because mm. of the boards, right? I think it's the cost of the game. It's like $50 oh, because you're getting, you know, four. <clears throat> we're actually getting a lot more of those boards because there's... Um, they're front and back, and there's multiple of them because you can play. It's kind of like Castles of Burgundy where the boards are different, mm -hmm. but it's right. really expensive. So there's a lot of cardboard in there. Yeah, if you're gonna, if this is one of your favorite games or your favorite game, then maybe that expense is right. not yeah. a big deal. Uh, but yeah, if this is a game you're like okay on, maybe yeah, maybe you maybe don't have you to you get it. But for it me, it really it kicks the game up for me. Cool, kicks it up a notch. Bam. Kicks it up. Number two for me is a uh, this is a game that has like a hundred expansions to it, and I just picked what I think is the best one. 
And this is one of my this is my gateway game, Carcassonne, and the Inns and Cathedrals expansion. I think if you're gonna buy it one expansion for Carcassonne, you get the Inns and the Cathedrals. It comes with uh, these Inns and Cathedral tiles, which are just so much better. They have like a bunch of different shapes on them to the original tiles. Uh, there's the Cathedral tiles, which are like these huge tiles um, that you know have like city on all sides. And then there are it's the you get the giant meeple, the big meeple, which is oh, worth cool. two, which is really freaking sweet. That's also contained in the Inns and Cathedrals expansion, and that's my number two. Carcassonne into Cathedral. No, nope, nope. Ryan's favorite Carcassonne expansion not is, the is the catapult. catapult. The catapult is Ryan's favorite stupid ass catapult. <laughs> <laughs> it might be the goofiest expansion that's ever made, but it's really funny. I was it's winning. It's really, really funny. That tournament that Until we had you to bobbled that meeple. Oh, 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 oh. There's stupid literally Natalie meeple. a part where you're like you're taking this little thing and you're flicking a meeple. Uh, up in the air and someone's you gotta catch it one what? of the things is like it's like a catapult it. you're like launching it from a catapult and, and ryan was doing well and he like bobbled the meeple and dropped it and it was it was it created a great memory but an angering memory yeah. Angry ryan. <laughs> i mean it was funny but not to but me. not funny <laughs> but not to me yeah. 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 all right now what's your number two okay my number two is <laughs> again i don't know the name but there's an Istanbul expansion that had some cocoa to it. The co- cocoa. No, not cocoa. Coffee. Oh, coffee. There you coffee. Go. Yeah. There you coffee go. bean. Yep. Yeah, the mocha and bakshish expansion. Yep, that's the one. There's also letters and seals, and there's also the camp. The art, camel. Art. Oh yeah, I played with letters I think. and seals. Oh yeah, I played with all of them. You sure have. Yeah. Okay. We the only one I remembered best. was coffee, which I thought was cocoa. Mocha so and bakshish. Yes, yeah. it comes with the new the new coffee um, resource. Yep. And there's a, there's new boards. And uh, you can play on, so it's typically it's a four by four grid. I think it's four by four, and, and now then I think it, becomes... it makes it four by five or five by four. And then, I don't think it's five by five. I think it's five by four. Yeah, and then I think if you add letters, letters and seals, it might go five. And by maybe it goes five, five by five, six, something like that. Yeah, it's, that's a great one. That was they're on my honorable awesome. mentions because they're both really good. It adds yeah. it adds another way to get gems, but yep. but again creates this this cool thing where I have so many different paths, but I'm doing the same stuff. You're not adding this ma- yeah. massive rule set. Right. Uh, my number one place. is a game that has a shit ton of expansions, but I'm going to pick what I think is the best one: Terraforming Mars Prelude expansion. Cool. Is, um, we haven't played with any of them yet. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it, and I would say like because you don't play that game a ton. That would be the one that you would put in there right away and sure. always play with it. The other ones are some extra boards and and the and the, the planets are different and whatnot. Prelude adds um, new corporations. I think they're called corporations. Yep. Those little factions yep. that you get, and then it also adds again this like startup card, this engine building card to start the game to again speed it up a little bit to give you some direction. And I like that in games like this. That feels like well, what the hell do I do first? How do yeah. I get an engine going? Or or it's three, four turns, five Before turns I until I anything. feel like I have anything. This kind of gives you something to start with, and I think that elevates the game from... It, it's a great game, but th- this is this is a big one that I love, that I'll always play with. Very good. Very good. My number one, uh, this is a game that at one point or another has, was my number one game of all time, and it's got about five or six expansions to it now, all that give you more aliens. Ooh. And add more player powers. But the reason I picked the Cosmic Incursion expansion for Cosmic Encounter is because it comes with this reward deck, which is like the coolest thing about that game. So in that game, when you are are going on to defense with somebody and you win, it gives you more of an incentive to go with the defender versus the attacker. When you go with the attacker and you win, you get a colony. And remember, five of those and you just win the game. When you're defending... If you um, if you win, you get you get cards from the deck, or you can take cards from this special new uh, rewards deck, 
that you only get if you help if you help with the defensive side of things. And it's just awesome because those have like really interesting cards in there. They have like multiplier ones yeah. and um, they have a bunch of different really cool cards in there. And I, I, that's not, again, another one. I once I played with it, I was like, how did I ever play without this? It's yeah. so much better with this little deck. And then plus it comes with like 25 or 20 new so, aliens. I thought about this. I thought about Cosmic Counter and I was yeah. like, how do I, which one do I have? There's a million of them. Yeah, they just add a whole right. shit ton of shit. Add to a it. Ton yeah, of here, here's the cards. Right. Yeah, I specifically picked cards. this one because this is yeah, the one that added one. the rewards deck. Good so that's choice. my number one. Cosmic Encounter, Cosmic Incursion. All right, Natalie. You gotta have one that's you think is the best. Oh, it is. This is the best. And I didn't know the name of it, but then you guys said it earlier, so I wrote it down. And now Ooh. I know the name of it. Orleon Invasion. It's, yeah. <laughs> Orleon Invasion. You did that to me last yeah. episode, remember? <laughs> Orleon Invasion. That makes it co-op, and that was my favorite way to play cool. Orleon so far. And so that's my number. We should play that again soon. Good. We had yeah. that. You it was so it was so much fun. Yeah, you it should. was. You got any honorable mentions? The one I had was Orleon Invasion. Okay. I have like all the I guess all the Chronicles of Crime spinoffs. Yeah. Does okay. that count? Yeah. yeah sure. Um Saboteur two. Yeah, I don't know if that's two that adds all the new Yeah, rules. adds a couple cool things. All these survive expansions, I think, are great with like the dolphins and the, all that kind of stuff. Is cool. Tapestry, the plans and ploys, yeah. is an awesome expansion. Uh, the ladies of Trois. Yeah, that's a good an, one is too. Is an amazing that, one. That's one I would never play without. Right. Uh, the quacks, the witches, bitches, or witches brew or whatever. <laughs> like a witches uh, brew or something. The Nidavellir expansion, Thing Valir. I had Castles of Burgundy stuff. I had Istanbul, and probably about a dozen that I'm not remembering. Yeah. Um, but those are it. Natalie, any honorable Everdell, mentions? Pearlbrook. Okay. Pearlbrook, wow. Well, that's, that's the one that everybody just, hates, but that's no, the one. This no, this isn't my favorite. Yes, These are ones that I can think of. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, that's true. true. That's true. That's why I didn't make my list. You're right. Yeah. Okay. okay. I had ones that I actually think I liked. <laughs> <laughs> Extra cards for monikers. Yeah, the quacks one. Uh, yeah, I, I thought of monikers. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, monikers has a bunch monikers, of monikers. Twisted, the Twister expansion. The only other thing I wrote down. Space 2. Space. I wrote to walk in, and then I wrote question The Pet Detective expansion for Sherlock Holmes. Resolving all pet crimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't that know was... that. I don't know the song. Should we wait or should we? Can you sing it? Yeah. Okay. This game reminds me of a West Side Story. Yeah, I know that. I know the tune. I'm gonna like punch myself because I feel like I've heard the song like a million times. <laughs> I probably like burned it onto a CD when I was in middle school. <laughs> Living alive in Spanish Harlem. Da, 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 I know. Just like a movie star. Hey. I know. I, I know what you're doing. <laughs> Stop it now. <laughs> no, I know it. I, I, I'm not going to get it. Is it like a Santana song? No. Oh. What song is this? Let me see who sings it. Rather, what's that story? Oh, it is Santana, actually. Yeah, you're right. Mm. It is Santana. Oh. Okay, so that's not helpful then. <laughs> The well, game. featuring the product G and B. Damn. So we have to know like the name. It's probably of the, the name of the song. Maybe like get the game. <laughs> probably. <laughs> oh man. Probably. Right. I can um I can tell it to you. Should I tell it to you? Probably. Sing, the, sing more of the song. Why don't you that, sing the words really, I mean, that really, are the? Yeah, why don't you sing the words that are the name of it? I would think you would get it from what I sang. Na, 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 na. That's what you need to get. You remind me of a West Side Story. I don't know. I can't Living think of it. In Spanish All right. Let's find the box. What is it? The box is over there on the bottom oh, left. Kanban reminds me yeah. of a West Side Story. Bottom left. Oh, shit. Ding in. Ding in. Ding. Jeff. It's Maria. Yes, sir. That's right. Maria, Maria. Maria. Damn. 
Yes, you're right. By I heard that fucking song too. <laughs> you knew it. Yep. So that's gonna do it for us tonight, everybody. <laughs> if you'd like to get a hold of us, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Mad Board Gamer. Both of those accounts serve as the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search Gamecasters. You will find us there. You can also email us at the Gamecasters Podcast at gmail.com. If you like the show, again, we would love it if you would consider giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us. What? We've also got a Patreon now. If you want to support the show, feel free to head on over to patreon.com forward slash the Gamecasters. There is also a merch store where you can find all sorts of different Gamecasters, Madboard Gamer, Gateway Gear. So head on over to the Game, I'm oh, sorry, the Gateway Network.com forward slash store. Please follow me and consider subscribing on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash gamecasters. So, for Natalie and Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan, and you have been listening to The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>